and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. Let us dive in here. In Season 2, Chapter 15, Kite Where We Want Them. Saphira's standoff with the mighty Girlon lasted only but a moment, as the creature hurtled forward with four fists cocked. She was quick enough to land a glancing blow, but the ferocity of the counterattack that followed sent her spiraling into the spiritual abyss, and before we ever saw her hit the ground, she had vanished. This was Erlen's cue to spring into action, vacating his concealed position to make a ruckus and sprint for the house that currently housed the Wild Ordnance bow. Not wanting to risk giving the Girlon an opportunity to strike, Erlen used his tree stride ability to vault himself forward, ensuring that even at its maximum speed, the beast would stay out of reach. While the others quietly trailed behind, Saphira reappeared beside her weapon and found an advantageous spot that looked down an open corridor between the trees. Far-off sounds of shouts and snapping branches were getting closer, and in response, she carefully drew her bow, knocking what was at, uh, knowing what was at stake both for her training and for the group's safety. Moments later, the distant outline of Erland running as fast as she had ever seen was followed by a great simian shadow, but perhaps the pressure of the moment got to Saphira, who even with two arrows and the fortune bestowed by the lost souls of the Ebwoods could not land a decisive shot. The backup plan was provided by Orba, 
popping in on the heels of using an expeditious retreat scroll to get in range to cast slow, which restricted the Girlon's movement enough for us to go on the offensive. Suddenly everything was finding its mark, including Graven's guiding bolt that not only packed a powerful radiant punch, but set up for Saphira to land the killing blow and solidify the spiritual bond. With Terminal Rebound now a part of her arsenal, it was time to say an overdue farewell to the forest, and instead head for the mountains. After saddling up and returning to the northbound road, we stopped briefly to lick our wounds and spotted a caravan of travelers, or possibly merchants, who were making camp for the evening. We didn't want to get mixed up in something that would delay us further, but as we briskly rode by, they had only a passing warning about trouble to the east. Two spellcasters of orcish blood locked in a, a duel of sorts. From a vague description, we had some theories about who they might be. But with our current obligations, it wasn't something we could investigate further, at least not for now. The caravan's leader, Eos, also had some useful trinkets for sale, which, after a few close calls in the Ebwoods, we were eager to purchase. <laughs> after making the exchange, we thanked him for his intel and continued forward for the, with the night upon us to make the final push to the base of the mountains, where we were set to meet our guide. As promised, Praxis Vomalga was stationed at a small stone archway, and though he was already dissatisfied with the late hour of our arrival, he could see we were in desperate need of a full night's sleep. <laughs> Before that, however, he gave us the basics of our intended route, taking Osrin's Pass to the eastern <coughs> peaks, and then ascending to the Sky Bowl, a large flat area where the Cold Light Walker had last been spotted. There was also an option to visit a small village in the Ropras to resupply, but Praxis warned that doing so might give the walker time to reach another, less forgiving area. So from here on, we'd have to carefully consider the cost of any further deviations. As we cycled through our watches, Erlen took advantage of the privacy to divulge to Graven some additional details about what he'd learned from his fellow monk Ortiz. <laughs> and while it hardly clarified what was going on behind the scenes, it was a rare glimpse into Erlen's mind and the belief that perhaps some of his past troubles were not entirely his fault. It was then that Praxis woke, needing only a short nap after spending the day lying in wait. And as Erlen sat down to rest, the two Goliaths shared an awkward stretch of silence, and we asked ourselves, which was the greater risk, tackling the Cold Light Walker with limited supplies, or delaying the hunt to the point where our scouting reports were less reliable. <laughs> Would we hear about the battling orcs again as we got closer to Finlock Forest? <clears throat> and are we about to melt down every single candle we come across in Antisuyu in search of Mr. Progston's secret wares? We find out now on Chapter 2. Season two to oh, chapter sixteen. We put <laughs> oh, we born to secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> you find yourself oh, in a wagon. No. Oh god. It's like the it's like the, the inn all over you. <laughs> like waking up. Yeah, Jillian opens the door, yeah. we go all the way back. Whoa. I had this vision. Jillian oh, no. steps in, I'm like, oh. get out, out, get out. <laughs> End of this campaign cannot be it was all a dream. Oh god. Raven has long You have no religious insignia in your arm, nor a holy relic in your hand. Scotty Holpers. Get out of my house. We find out now on season two, chapter sixteen of A Peak Beneath the Veil.
have we met before? It is a very nice night tonight. Osrin's pass will be less kind. The winds move quickly through the low trails. It is cold this time of year. I'm used to the cold. Want to play pig? Might pass the time better. Sure. Reaches into his pocket. Is that a single gold piece? You start. You can see the die. This is a single die. Classic. Four. Seven. (laughs) Your go. (laughs) Two. Six makes eight. Six makes... Fourteen. Six makes twenty. Can I see his roll? Can I? Your turn. Roll the one. He's He's rolling in front of you. I'm. (laughs) (laughs) He's not like. like, (laughs) Ghostbusters. Funny thing, but to lead you once more through the robbers, two makes seven, five makes twelve. Do you feign ignorance in my presence for their benefit? Six makes eighteen. I find age. My memory is not what it was. Four makes twenty-two, I hope. Three. Nine. Eleven. I'll hold, and that makes twenty-nine. Total. Must have been 20 years ago. But I remember the burns. And the, and the lack of markings otherwise. He sort of points to some of the tattoos on his head. Three. I've made so many... Trips of these nature. I 
can't even recall what I was searching for that time. Six makes nine. One. You came to Golrapalga, looking for someone who knew the area around the Kezka Peaks. You were hunting in Etten. I was playing pig with a few friends around the fire. Imagine seeing me with companions is strange then as well, yes? You were alone at the time, yes. Seen anyone else with these burns? No. Not like that. Hmm. Oh. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> We traveled together for two days. Barely spoke a word to me. You've said more now than you did that entire trip. Bit more headstrong in my youth. Whatever time was not spent walking, you spent talking to yourself. Pray, I think. I have found strength in the gods. Not as devout now as you once were. I draw my strength from many places now. Some with the gods. Fourteen makes... Forty-three. Six. You. Oh my gosh. I also offered at the time to help you slay the beast, the Etna. But you would not have it. You seek help now where you did not then. This particular time. In losing a bit of my faith, I've lost a bit of my strength as well. Hmm. Now I find it in others, and this quarry is not my own, as it is ours collectively, and I just thought more help would be good. I see. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Four makes six. Five makes eleven. Four makes fifteen. Stop there. Thirty-seven. I attempted, on occasion, to glean additional details regarding the Eden, but I was met with either silence or condemnation. You paid well. 
so I did not press the issue further. Do you recall telling that tale to anyone else after that day? I spoke of it to some, yes. Did it stand out? Did I stand out to anyone? People didn't believe me when I said that you felled the beast alone. It's just that I've, in my headstrongness, had made a number of enemies in my day and wondered if anyone found me significant. Not to my knowledge. Your go. <laughs> the cold light walkers, what do you attempt to rediscover glory of a time past? Three. Six makes nine. Complicated. Four makes thirteen. As you say, none will miss it. No. It is of interest to Cliff, and so... I am here. Five makes eighteen. Two makes twenty. Stop at fifty-seven. Taking me there. <laughs> You're <laughs> What do you know of the Cold Light Walkers? That they perhaps reached too far in their life. Maybe disturbed something or some place that has held them there. Is that true? Yes. Do you know of any sacred grounds or significant burial sites or anything of the like that may have been disturbed? There are a lot of animals that are sacred in our operas. Beasts of a celestial nature. But one very important thing about cold light walkers is that they go away on their own eventually. They wander for a time and then they stop. And this one has held out for a long time, I imagine. No. I think people are curious. <clears throat> I am curious as to why you would hunt a beast you can simply avoid. <clears throat> well, perhaps in a question better suited for Cliff. Three. Your turn. Oh my gosh. 
yours again. Oh my god. If you are going to fight it, you should know it's not just the creature that you will find. Four. Back to you. Do you mean in the surrounding area? Yes. <laughs> there are Goliaths that follow the grief beacons, believing them to be a window into the land of the dead. It is like an addiction to them. They get close enough to look into the light, see what they see, and if the walker does not kill them, they become transfixed. What do they look for in the eyes? There are rumors that they see and speak to family members of old. And once they see that, it is difficult for them to let it go. So they follow the walkers around. Have you ever peered into their eyes? No. No one who has, has ever come back. Ugh. Well. They will fight you to try and protect the walker. They will see this as you trying to take away from them the one thing that they hold dear. Three. One. If they see you approaching the walker before it has run its course, they will attempt to intervene. They cannot be reasoned with or scared away. They are lost to the comfort of the light. Would your scouts be able to tell us numbers? I am hoping that she will, yes. Here we go. <laughs> Takes the die in his hand, sort of hovers it, ready to roll for a second. I take it that any Goliaths slain in your pursuit will receive the proper funereal rites. Question for Matt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> will they? <laughs> Am I familiar? <laughs> There's small differences between different tribes and what they do. Mm-hmm. In general, Goliath burials are sky burials, which means that they're sort of laid on a high mountain top and allow the, the birds to, to eat the bodies as sort of taking them up and sort of reusing the body. Okay. Sometimes laying upon sort of a, a special burial bed of some kind or a bed of stones, sticks, something. Yeah. Um, but yes. And would I reasonably assume like any differences as in if I don't ask him right now any specifics, I wouldn't 
presume that he'd be like, oh my god, you didn't do this specific thing. No, no. It it's pretty he's gentle. He's looking for that okay. sort of, I mean, yes, the, the sky burial is a common okay. mountain folk tradition. Yeah. Yeah. So be, yeah. like, you didn't do a gold on the eyes, you did a silver. <laughs> Goliath hell. You have to, like, put him up on the mountain. He's like, what? <laughs> um, all right. Um, <clears throat> yes. They are lost, but they are still one of us. I, I understand the draw, so my, my sympathies are with them, even if they do pose a barrier. Six, five is eleven, three, fourteen, three, sixteen, gives seventy-three. Have you ever known anyone to conquer a chimera? Not alone, but yes, it can be done has been. There was one that made its way through the Wixa Mountains. Mm. The Wixas are taller than the Rapras at their peaks. It, it may have disturbed a spiritual area of some kind. In the Wixas? I can't be sure about that. Heard anything mm. like that. I don't hear much from the Wixes. I know little of the other Goliath tribes. My expertise is here in the Rapras, as you see. Thirteen makes fifty-six. Two. Three makes five. The power that you possessed before. Do you still have some small pieces? Here we go. There was a moment as I was watching from a distance that the Etten hit you with a great blow of its club. And you poured forth a great healing energy into yourself to heal the wounds. Is it possible for such energy to bring one of these Goliaths back? Have healing magics, yes. Does it heal the mind? Is what I'm asking. Honestly, I can't say I've ever attempted anything like that to my memory, but I doubt it. 
Six. One. see anyone on the road. The road to where? Mm. East, I believe. When did this battle take place? Mm. Six, twelve. Two, three days hence. Didn't hear anything of that kind. And you saw no one travel, no half-orcs on their own? No. I have been mostly in the mountains. I went to Gorapalga to visit my uncle, and then came back here. Five makes nineteen, uh, seventeen. Colossus. Carver. <laughs> Five makes twenty-two. You hold at ninety-five. <laughs> might interfere with your mission. No, I honestly worry about meeting them on our next leg of our journey when we, I believe, go east. Hmm. You can ask my scout if she's heard anything when we meet her. Another Volmalga, or...? Yes. met any Ilvigos in your travels? Perhaps. Most of them, from what I understand, do not go by Ilvigo anymore. It is a broken clan. They've either changed their name or gone somewhere where the Ilvigo name does not mean anything. North, perhaps. Mm. Right. And the old Cravos? They are still around. Yes. I heard that at least one of them became a powerful totem warrior. Mm. They have a tradition of such. Uraj. Sounds familiar. I believe he was... Uh, he's been imprisoned by the Gentle Void. And 
I know how I heard the name. Carver was looking for him. For Burash? Yes. You may know that Carver has been looking for people to take up the mantle of sorts. Complete dangerous tasks. Right. He'd heard of Burash's accomplishments as a totem warrior. Thought maybe he'd like to try his hand. But he had already been arrested. <clears throat> he... His weapon... You don't know if he had it with him when he was taken, do you? Mm. Or if he might have left it somewhere? I don't know. The scout we meet with, she was the one he sent to find Burash. Ah. Right. She rides a bear, travels quickly over land. She's used as a messenger by the Volmalkas frequently. Impressive. Time to sleep, I think. Mm. Mm. You can wake your friend if you want, but I will be awake. Well, perhaps I'll let them rest then. Fine. <laughs> turn it. And as you kind of turn, you can hear just kind of a little. Still playing. He's like so rolling boring. the die. Just over and over. Yeah. Go try to find some rest. Do something. Find your eyes closing, thoughts drifting throughout your head. And the night passes. New day comes. Oh my god. And despite the cool air nipping at your noses and cheeks, it's probably the best rest you've had since leaving to be. <sighs> oh, Combination of the outright exhaustion and the fact that. You're quite a distance from any kind of established road or traveling sort of area. Gives you just enough peace of mind for some uninterrupted sleep, unobtrusive dreams. Sephira and Orba wake to find that much brighter than they expected, mm -hmm. given that they were expected to be sort of woken for a, a watch at some point. The sky is overcast. Kind of concerning. <laughs> it's the kind of morning where you'd like to sit up for like a hot beverage and then immediately return to your bedroll for a nap. Oh. Follow oh. nap. Yes, please. But you can see as you wake that Praxis is already packed up. He's <laughs> impatiently chewing on a kind of length of dried meat some 20 feet away from the little area where the four of you have your bedrolls. So the time has come to follow your guide, fulfill your obligations. So you guys are a little bit away. If you had a quiet conversation, you wouldn't, wouldn't even be able to hear you. He's like kind of 20, 25 feet away, but you all kind of rise. Severe and Orba kind of quickly a moment, but you look around and everyone seems to be there. Everyone are you all right? Yes. Praxis had the watch. I figured I'd let you both get a little extra. Really? Hope there wasn't anything you wanted to accomplish. Uh, no. Thanks for the sleep. Good. How are we feeling? Everyone feeling? Much better. better. Much better. Oh, right. You look. You look much better. Yeah, you look good. Thank you. Okay. I believe as Graven opens his eyes in the morning, there is a. Lumpy, but uh, unfilled bedroll in the place where Orba once was as she transitions to Reaper form. You see, you see Graven, like, <laughs> trying to meet your eyes, like... Oh, no! In the general area of your face. So you can tell she's there. The bedroll's, like, yeah. shifting a little bit as she's moving around. 
No chance we're going to stop off at that um, little town, right? Well, I've thought about it. Uh, Praxis said our scouting would then be unreliable. We might. Right. Yeah, that end sounds up on... bad. That sounds bad. And yeah. we can't even be sure that they'll have anything that we would. Yeah. Want. Right. Okay. Really, healing potions. Similar to the way we dealt with this. Girolon, I, I mean, I think the, the plan should be to stay far away from it, right? As, as, as far as possible. What do we know of these With possibly bombs? two exceptions, but... We've, we've talked about this, and is, I assume Praxis is nearby. Yeah, he's not, he can't hear you. Okay, quiet, exactly. You could call to him, but he's yeah. not sitting right there with you. The danger with these things is that, yes, get too close... And the light that it emits could, could be blinding. Right. That sounds. Let's not do that. Uh, right. I, do we have any I idea what know. the radius around that thing is? Uh, n- none. Okay. It, de- it depends. I'm sure there are varying degrees. And so yes. Is it the kind of thing like, like a moth is drawn to the light? Like, are we going to want to look at it, or is it something that's just? I spoke with Praxis in the night, and he. He did mention that there is, we actually may meet a number of Goliaths. Oh, that's good. Let me finish. <laughs> that Maybe trail the cold light walker around, trying to meet its gaze. Why? So that they might glimpse the world of the dead. What is got like the voices of loved ones or something in there? I, I well, anyone who has successfully done it, I believe, doesn't last to tell the tale. So, specifically, I don't know. But so we're going to meet a bunch of Goliaths on a suicide mission. We might have to put down a number of Goliaths to get to the Cold Light Walker. That's not good. So well, you see, I, you see, people of your of your past again uh-huh. immediately before I, you yourself die again. There is not a tome written of this. There is hearsay. Can we not try to talk to them and let them know that it's going to kill them? They won't make it, I don't know. Praxis seemed to think that this was fairly straightforward in that we want to kill the thing. They won't want us to. So I suppose we should not make it known that that's what we're trying to do. I think they'll be close enough that well, there will be no mistaking. <laughs> yes, right. our intent. So, if I'm ready not mis- for that. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Orba needs to one. It needs to be the one to strike. Do you need to kill it? Actually, yeah, you do, didn't you? You said that, right? I don't think she told us that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't occur to me to break on that. She did not say that. She didn't say that. Is there anything that? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I should kill this. I'm gonna get to do. Yeah. <laughs> is this creature? Uh, is the cold light walker remind me? Is it corporeal? Will we need silver? Is it? Is it like a skeleton it, or? It a... is undead, but it is corporeal. Yeah, it is a physical form. All right, that's okay. good. That's good. I uh, yeah. The. Uh... I mean, I have a few options now. Actually, I can use terminal rebound, which means I can get the hell out. Get in is... and get out if yeah, required. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, in Animus I can attack anything <coughs> spiritual or corporeal, so 
best to works. have ranged attacks. Right. And I I have the ability to not over and over, but to cure blindness. Oh, oh if, that's good. If anyone is stricken by that, I can. I've okay. used the same spell to remove poison from you. It's the same. Oh yes. Same idea. I can remove odd the sensation, paralysis, is there a way or blindness. We can't go in with like uh, I don't know. Uh, I imagine you yourself have to be able to see what you're shooting at. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well. Uh, for I meant more if you or you were going in and had to be up close to it. Is there a way you can close your eyes or? I typically have to see what I'm striking. Uh, well, yeah, but it, you couldn't if you got blinded is, anyway. Is, so. Did he mention if like flanking this creature? Where is does the blindness effect emanate from his eyes? Uh, perhaps I'm, a question for. Uh, perhaps a question for Praxis. Also, it just occurred to me. Could we blind it, and would that have any effect on its ability to then? Well, it depends. Blind if, it's, us. if it's simply emitting a bright light, it wouldn't need to see. Is it coming from its exactly, eye holes? Exactly. <laughs> well, why don't we hop on our horses, and Praxis can maybe help us a little bit with strategy? Yes. He seems grumpy with us. Was he grumpy with you last night? Is that just kind of? He's just that way. I just, I'm trying to get a sense, he seemed concerned about the every, state of us. And every Goliath we've met has been rather No, no, I know, but, but that's not my, I mean he seemed He's concerned not, about the state of us. I would not worry too much on it. If he gets us there. I will try not to worry and I will not do a good job of that, so. I think that's at least partially my job, right? It's not worrying strictly. Worrying Well, worrying about her. Strictly, that's protecting. Part of the job. You don't got to worry about I, me. I think so maybe it helps. The more we are at ease with him, okay. the better he will be. Great. All right. Okay. With us. And Shall so we? Kind of bites mm. off a chunk at one. Ready to go. Yep. Yes. yes. We are. Mm. <clears throat> kind of bits into his pocket there. Yes. He's a big kind of oversized bag with the bedroll at the top. He doesn't have a horse, so he's walking. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, you begin to fall. Your journey into the heart of the mountains begins. Um, real quick. Uh, yeah. our, our diminished max HP has gone up by one because of the long rest, right? Is that right? It's on the Epwoods card. Yeah, yeah. it's one, it one? Did you yes. Did you do that? The uh, missing yeah, max okay. HP. Yeah, I did. The missing max. Yeah. So you, you recover. I just one recover one point hit point, but I recovered it. Great. Right. Thirty-six. <laughs> oh yeah, thirty-six, baby. Feel a little bit of that sort of lingering energy of the Ebwoods sort of slowly sliding from your mind. Your journey starts innocuously enough with a very flat, narrow trail, eases you into the harder terrain of rock densely packed soil that immediately makes you feel like you've passed into a new biome, a new place. One not experienced in earnest since you emerged from the Mancuso mine to find yourselves among the Shockey Peaks. Is this your favorite terrain? You are in the mountains now. A good thing to remember as, as uh, my ability checks. For wisdom like checks and intelligence based checks, you double your proficiency. <laughs> so your proficiency. Many checks. Uh, only ones that you're already proficient in. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyone? Any of the oh, bubbles three. that are filled oh, in? Six, yeah. a six. 
box. Yeah. Well, just on the ones with the piece, yep. right? Yeah. Ones that you're already proficient in, the proficiency doubles. Okay. Wow. So I think it's like survival, animal handling. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. She gets another plus investigation. Three. Wait, yeah. even acrobatics, dex. I That's not a dinner? wisdom, wisdom and intelligence oh, checks. That she's. Asking. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's survival, uh, animal handling, and maybe it's, investigation. It's stealth, survival. Stealth invest- is not wisdom oh, no, or intelligence. Not. That's right. Uh, it's survival, uh, investigation, uh, animal handling. I think that might be it. Those and three. I think that's it. Yeah, so those three get an extra plus three when you're in the mountains. Okay, great. Cool. Plus three, meet Eddie. Praxis is on foot, but he moves quickly, takes long strides, and he occasionally breaks out even into a little light jog to kind of keep his heart rate up, keep the blood flowing. Not once does he look back to check if you're close behind. He assumes that you're keeping pace by the sound of your trotting horses. And since he doesn't seem to be one for idle chat, he doesn't really pause to explain the route he's taking beyond the occasional gesture of the hand. You'll get, you'll see him get to a point where either the trail splits or widens a little bit, and you'll see him just kind of motion and then start to move in that direction. Doesn't look back, just continues to move. The views, especially behind you as you continue this very gentle ascent, are st- Ah. This tremendous visibility, nothing moving but the clouds. It feels like you have the whole world to yourselves in this moment. The further you move through Osrin's Pass, the more it seems like you're not quite keeping up with your surroundings. The hills rise more and more, and more shade is being cast as you travel alongside the rock faces. So as he explained, this Osrin's Pass stays kind of between where the terrain rises. So it's not quite a valley. It's not that pronounced, but you're definitely staying on the lowland areas for now, which, as he sort of explained, was the point of Osrin's Pass. It's all by design to get you to the central ranges quickly, so you're not going up and down and up and down. But it does make it harder to see what's up ahead until you hit certain parts of the trail that either dip down, open up wide. It's at one of those dips that Praxis comes to a stop for the first time since you broke camp. A couple of hours, probably, of travel. He looks like he squints for a moment and looks out. And as you get a little closer to him, you weren't that far behind him, you kind of come up, slow the horses, and as you guys can kind of see where the terrain's kind of moving down a little bit, there's three figures with large backpacks and walking sticks. They're kind of quickly sort of hiking through the mountains here, moving slowly, but sort of at a reasonable pace in your direction. And at this, as he's looking at them, Praxis reaches down to his belt where there's a kind of crude spyglass. It's not quite as nice as the one that you have. It looks like maybe even a piece of the lens is cracked a little bit, but he takes it out and he kind of looks out into the distance. And he looks like he's trying to kind of get an evaluation. He's very quiet for a moment. He kind of just looks. Anyone you know. And as he's looking out. I think we might have found... A solution to your supplies problem. What? Well, hands the spyglass. Yeah, Do you take yours out as yeah. well? Great. The two of them hold it out. This is a little grainy. There's like yeah. one little crack that Mine's gra- Yeah, Graven like looks at that one and then over and over is like. Mm. Oh, what, 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 what are we looking at? You look out of the distance, you see three people two human men, a sort of half elf, some elven blood woman. And they are wearing like very nice clothes, like they're in good condition. Oh my god. And they have oh. these little green capelets, like partial capes that go down just past the shoulder and like across the chest. Uh-huh. And you feel like you recognize those capelets 
as potentially, and Saphir actually saw these as well, though she's not looking through the spyglass, as the Ropperleers, yep. which were these sort of people who were guided through the Ropper Mountains as part of like a little guided tour. It's a smaller group than you expect though. Yeah. And not only that, from what you understand, the route that they took was not this route. So they've, they, they could be lost, they could be taking their own oh route, God. you don't know yet. But three people all wearing these kind of matching green little capelets sort of moving along walking sticks. And they're coming towards us. Yes, they're coming towards out, us. Supposedly, maybe, maybe yeah. out. Maybe, They could out definitely be heading out of the mountains. Okay. These, these were the guys who we like, who were getting upcharged by the... The mountain vacation rich folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And so both Saphir and Orba yeah. met them as they passed through Nagar West. Yeah, they, yeah. There was like a little that market my arrow setup. guy. Yeah, by the arrow. Yes, yeah. and the, the trinkets the that you bought, the little wind-up trinkets, mm-hmm. it was yeah, the same yeah. place. So they were selling things yeah. to these rich people who yeah. were taking a little sojourn into the mountain. <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah, I'll get a second pair of fancy, like, yeah. So clearly like a sort of, yeah, again, kind of, Wealthy glamping, of, yeah, glam, <laughs> glamping in the rock. Yeah, how, how, um, how like worn out do they and their like uh, objects look? Their attire, um, like <laughs> they're not like they don't look hurt and they don't look like gassed, uh-huh. but you know they look like they've been traveling. Okay, they don't look like they it. just started, they're but they're but they're moving pretty briskly. They don't. They seem in good spirits and good health, as okay. far as you can tell. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know what these people are. A woman named Pith, Miriam Pith, takes inexperienced hikers into the Rappers. You've heard of this? Uh, the Rapperleers. Yes. They take them on the easiest possible route. Okay. She takes money from the wealthy and the coddled, and they get to pretend that they've conquered the mountains. Sometimes they return on their own to explore other areas of the Rappers. They're well known to the Goliath clans, usually because they wind up dead somewhere. Uh, yeah. Oh, goodness. As in, Miriam is not among them right now. No. The groups that go through are much larger. 20, 25 people. So you think these were people who have already done it and now are doing it solo? Yes. So is the idea to steal from these people? Yes. Right, uh, okay. Or purchase, we have gold. Uh, you of all people are sighing at that idea? Listen, I've seen the amount of money these people were putting down at those booths. This is where, where I'm at my arrow guy, remember? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, we could die in the mountains. They're unlikely to die on this ED. Well, you made me a bit nervous about that. I don't want to take anything from them that would cause them to die, but I'm saying we definitely don't have enough gold to bribe rich people. I'm sorry, we, we have enough gold to bribe other people, probably, but not rich people. But just offered them, like, ten gold upsell? On they're not going to want is? to get rid of their stuff because they're already quite precious about it. But it seems like they're taking a path that leads out of the mountains, no? So maybe they won't be needing certain supplies when they're leaving? I, I suppose we can ask nicely first and then not so nicely if we needed to. Obviously, we're not going to hurt these people. Okay. Obviously. He said okay. So maybe ask nicely, and if they don't want to give us things, maybe we do a quick pat and then get out of there. I was saying pat them down for their thing. You know what I'm saying. Just, you know. Like like intimidate them, you mean? Like strong arm them? I think she means take things from their person. Yes, that's what I mean. These Rapperleers are, as you say, of the moneyed kind. 
If they do not accept your offer, are you prepared to take by force? Yes. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. I will say, from experience, if you lead with reason and negotiation, they may sense your reluctance to harm them. Whereas if you lead with threats, they may believe that violence is all you know. Right, that's actually not a bad idea. So maybe the way we ask nicely is by asking not so nicely, and they will just take the money that we want to offer them anyway for the stuff and give it to us for cheaper than what they bought it. Listen, we're all skilled travelers here. We know how to take enough from them to help ourselves and also not leave them for dead. Yes? I think so. This has been a rather simple path we've taken. I'm just saying, do we lead with smiles or do we lead with or else? Threats. Threats. We lead with threats. Okay. They are unlikely to die if we leave them with nothing at this point. Well, that's good to know. Osrin's pass is very... If we want to extend a bit of kindness, we can point in the direction of Osrin's path. What? I'm so confused. Are we being nice to these people? No, we're we stealing mean? from them. But we're giving them traveling tips after we do it? Sure. Well, my suggestion we was... We are in Osrin's path. Yes, but just sort of gesture and the, let them know they're going in the right direction so they don't... They're idiots, I assume. I don't know why you assume <laughs> that, because... Because they've never traveled... Look at them. They've never... I assume... <laughs> you point, they're like... I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> There's specks on the horizon. Look at these idiots. <laughs> What's this? What's this? Oh, God. Uh, well, if, we, if we sort of went after them and said, uh, listen, we're going to take some stuff off you. Either you get some gold for it, or you get beaten up for it. Right. Maybe we just give them those we two options. We and... can posit all we want about how they're going to react. Start with threats... Are we willing to take it to the next step if they are not willing to go uh, along with it? Obviously, I'm, I'm not willing to kill them. I'm willing to, you know, knock them up or tie them up or continue they will to acquiesce threaten them. As long as we're threatening and scary, which we all are. So the first one that uh, takes a swing at mm, her, what happens to that one? It gets hit. All right. Non-lethally, I'm trying to hit it, not, you know... In a way okay, that's gonna so, looking for. Well, to be quite honest, I don't know if you wish to participate in this, but you two are the most physically intimidating looking, I suppose. Do Goliaths, like, have a reputation in these mountains to people like the Rapperliers? Yes. Are they, are they told to steer clear of them? Depends. You're not huh? worried about your reputation after strong-arming these people. Miriam Pith is friend to the Goliath tribes, but Miriam's not with them. Very okay, well. fair enough. Well, <clears throat> um, if people are comfortable, I nominate Graven to maybe initiate the conversation with another Goliath in tow, and we can be present, but they're, they're scary looking. You know, I like to hang back because I'm definitely going to say something wrong. So you, you, you lead the charge. I'll just menacingly stand in the back. Yeah? I can have my hand on my arrow. Yeah, keep an eye on them for weapons or anything. I'm not particularly worried, but yeah. Okay. Stay behind us, Tifa. Stay. Stay behind us. Come on. It's the job. It's literally the job. Go. Let's go. 
trudges ahead on foot. Are you joining him on foot or are you following on horseback for now? I'll like start leading the horse. Okay, so on foot but leading the horse. Okay, sure. Two, you kind of take a little bit of a gap there between. Sort of the <laughs> Graven. Yeah, I got my <laughs> ready to draw my bolt. Uh, Graven and Praxis just like you know thirty so feet just ahead, just leading the pack a little bit. You guys, <laughs> there's like that little bit of slope down, and because you're both heading more or less directly at each other, it doesn't take actually that long for mm. the two of you to come together. Maybe you know 15, 10, 15 minutes of kind of walking, and it's obvious that they can see you. It's pretty open here. Like if you can see them, they can definitely see you if they're headed in your direction. Mm-hmm. You see them kind of walking. It doesn't seem to deter them. You get the impression that maybe you're not the first people that they've passed as they've walked through here. They don't immediately sort of are worried <laughs> about your presence or anything like that. So they can start to get a little closer. Give me a perception check. Natty one. (laughs) (laughs) Graven tries to look, and then the wind blows in his eyes. It's the worst feeling. I'm doing the I'm doing the like multiple conversations in my head like no no that's our stuff. A little bit more time passes, another minute or so. And you get close enough that, you know, they're 50 feet off or so, close enough to the point where the lead one is one of the human men, kind of raises a hand up and waves. Mm-hmm. And Praxis kind of looks at you for a moment, doesn't raise his hand or anything. Mm-hmm. You uh, do anything. Does it look like a hello or a stop? No, it looks like oh, a... okay. I mean, yes, it looks yeah. like a... Greeting. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll raise, like, slightly and kind of... <laughs> Go make a line straight okay, towards yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, the path is not super wide, so you know, you're know you more or less on a collision course of sorts. Start to get a little closer, and he's moving. As he, the lead one is getting a little closer, each of them has like a walking stick that they're sort of using to sort of move through the mountains, and the lead one's walking stick is incredibly ornate. It's very beautiful. It's very beautifully crafted. And not only that, the craftsmanship looks a little familiar. Okay. It looks like maybe one of the the walking sticks that was at Donovan Ainsley's place. He sells oh fancy walking sticks in mm-hmm. Nagarwa. So it's conceivable that one of these people <laughs> wandered into his shop and, and found one of these kind of very, very fine walking sticks. He's very kind of proudly moving forward along the path. It has like a little spider, like a meerschaum spider up at the top. Oh, cool. So it's like a, a little sort of walking stick that he has. Good morning. Uh, fellow mountaineers, fine day for travel. Praxis looks to you. He's kind of waiting. <laughs> Dangerous paths, these. Dangerous mountains. <laughs> well, wouldn't be fun if it wasn't. <laughs> Making your way home now. <laughs> yes, we are on the tail end of our journey, although we do hope to visit the high cornices before we leave. Always have to be prepared on your way into the mountains. Yes. I hope that you, a tenant of Miriam Pitt's teachings, have you heard of Miriam Pitt? I believe yes. so. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of supplies did you bring? Oh, well, the rations and. Uh, um, let's see, we have kits and snowshoes and swords, bedrolls, all the essentials. Are any of them wearing, uh, uh, they're wearing warm clothes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are wearing not only warm clothes, they look quite nice. <laughs> and does any of them look about Erlen's size? I mean, he would yeah. definitely fit into any, any of the three of them. Like, they're not big, different enough in size that... Uh... 
I'm so short. Any... <laughs> any healing items? Oh, well, you do have to be prepared if someone gets hurt. <laughs> we'll have those. <laughs> you don't look hurt. Mm. Always best, as I said, to be prepared. Erwin's gonna get off his horse, is Graven saying that? Okay. I'm just gonna kind of move my horse and just kind of have my hand on my bow. Okay. <laughs> Need them for something? <laughs> Preparation. Ah. You we see. we we need them. Mm. But you're already way on your way out to safety. Well, as I said, we hope to visit the the what do we the cornices. I just think that you are already on a path to safety. Make an intimidation check. Twelve. <laughs> and that you won't be needing them. As you said, uh, on our way to safety, yes. Uh, and he's sort of stammering a little bit, and the the elven or half elven woman kind of pipes up. Yes, but um, if 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 we give them, then uh, maybe we won't be as safe. See, so so safety would be a, a problem for us. What I'm saying is if, that if you don't give them to us, you will not be safe. As he's saying this, I'm kind of pulling Take, my so, uh, bow out. I'm not knocking yeah. it at them. I'm almost like, as though I'm fiddling with it, I'm testing, like, <laughs> the putting things. I'm just like, as though I'm not even watching them. I'm kind of just okay. playing with I'm it. I'm walking up next to Graven, sort of cracking my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and as those front two who are sort mm-hmm. of getting nervous, you can tell, mm-hmm. sort of stammering a little bit, sort of searching for the next words, the second human man in the back, you can see him kind of reach for maybe something on a scabbard on his waist. Without even there. kind of looking at him, I'm bad hold, idea, mate. Hold there. And I'm going to walk past the first two and like walk right up to him and see if I can see. You're going to try and walk past those first two? Um... Okay. Yeah. Um, you start to walk, and the two of them kind of converge a little bit. Are you going to push through them? Uh, yeah. Give me an athletics check. Oh, shit. Here we go. This is going good. There we go. Come on. Oh, 11. I didn't think first. So as you yeah, 10. As you get closer, the two of them just sensing that maybe if they let you get by, that conflict might be inevitable. They kind of like squeeze shoulder yeah. to shoulder. Um, <laughs> and can I see over them to see what he's yeah, grabbing? you can. He's got like a some kind of handle, like a pommel. You can see. You can't see the whole thing, but he has something in, in a scabbard on his waist there. I assure you, if you draw weapons, this will be your last day. <laughs> Just let us go. We've killed stronger men than you, but hours ago. We've killed stronger things than men. For less. What was it that you wanted? Any healing potions. And, and I'll point to the guy who had the pommel. Your warm clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And he sort of, oh, fuck off. reaches into his satchel, takes out a healing potion. 
hand it to. Is, are you, is she close enough? Uh, Orlando was still behind yeah, I think a little you're bit. Behind. I'll just put it in Erland was up next. Is that the only one you have? Yes. Does that seem true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. It does not seem true. And he sort of immediately, he sort of. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, is that the like, guy in the front who does that? Front human, not the one who was right, holding yeah. his sword. Yeah. I'm going to walk straight up to him okay. and get really close. The other, please. They're just now have a... Grab his collar. The other. <laughs> Nods to the woman next to him who... is in. Pulls out a healing potion and hands it over. Is that all of them now? Yes. Does that, Does that make it inside? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. Um, 19. 19. Uh, 15. 15. The two of you look at her as she says that, and you watch her eyes just kind of flick back toward the man in the back there. Yes. And at this, you hear some heavy footsteps. Praxis moving up behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he hits the girl square in the face. No. And she sort of tumbles back, and the first guy, in the, the guy in the back, tries to draw his sword. Oh, can I grab when he him by the sword, arms? Give me his athletics check. Yep. Okay. Fucking shoot this guy! I'm not gonna shoot him. I'm just intimidating him. Uh, I'm trying to keep him from. Uh, Twenty-one. <laughs> so you oh, hold his hand, yeah. kind of right there at the pommel, stopping him from I'm drawing. This guy still. Right, and the woman is out. She just drops. She just drops to the ground. Whoa, 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 whoa! No one needs to get hurt. Give us the healing potion. I Don't can, be an idiot. I can make sure that she's not dead. Do it then! Okay, I'll go down and I'll, um... She, you can see her chest rising. She doesn't, okay. look, she doesn't look dead. She just okay. looks... I'll, uh, I'll do a spare the dying uh, okay. on her, which is it stabilizes. Sure, yeah. yeah. I'll do a few. Right. She's not even... Uh, she's not, she's not even dying. Yeah, she's not zero hit points. Oh, she's okay. just unconscious. She's incapacitated. All right. Uh... I'll do it for show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Be a deception check. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do like a little... I mean, you're doing a spell that isn't doing what you're saying it's going to do. Right. So, yeah. Right, 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 deception right. check. Um, 18. Oh. <laughs> Raven kind of lays the hands down. There's a little bit of light, yeah, that's yeah. what goes yeah, I could make, Yeah, I could yeah. make something light. And he up looks over and watches it happen, and then he looks down and can see her chest rising. It already was. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'll live. And you will as well. Warm clothes, all of the potions you have. Takes a step back, and he goes to the other man and goes to his backpack. So he goes, okay. like, around behind him and yeah. reaches it. Takes out a third healing potion. All of the three just regular standard healing okay. potions. He writes out a third healing That's potion. Great. That's the last healing potion. Any other potions? <laughs> no! No. No other healing potions. Any, any other potions? potions? No. I'm kind of clearing my throat. Oh my god, you guys. Slow bleed. Ten. Dirty 20. As far as you can tell, that's all he has on him, just from the sort of timbre of his voice changing. This didn't need to be this challenging. Let's... Didn't need to do it at all. And he starts to go to the other guy, and he's kind of helping him take his coat off. What was that? Erland. I said, here's your coat. Thank you. She'll be fine. 
Give me a perception check. As he's rummaging through his bag when he went to go get through his own or the other guy's through the other guy's bag. Okay, perception because I'm the closest here. Sixteen. Sixteen. As he's rummaging through, the knapsacks are decently sized. You didn't get the impression that he was lying about not having more potions, but they're pretty well stocked. They clearly have like a decent amount of stuff. They've got some tools. They have a couple small, you know, small weapons and things. Um, Um, If I'm still down by her, Uh, yeah, um, sure. You said she's not unconscious, but she's kind of reeling from. Yeah, she was. She's incapacitated, so she's like knocked out. But she didn't. I take get... her bag off of her. You can. Yes. Yeah. You start to do that. I'll start to do that. You, you, you she... said just the potion and the clothes. She'll be fine. You said just the potion. Are and you the not familiar with a robbery, friend? Listen, you are the most well-stocked travelers we have ever seen. You will be well off. You're on a safe path. You're just inexperienced. You're not going to die. You're just going to have a bad day. And a good story to tell your friends. Brilliant story. Robbed. The rest of the road here was peaceful. You should be fine. The rest of it was peaceful, wasn't it? I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go back to my horse and just start. Yeah, I'm gonna start, start riding on. away. What's on the bag? I just took it. Took it. I just took the bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. yeah, I'll hop on. And as soon as the, you guys have like vacated the area, he goes over. The two of them go to her and sort of mm-hmm. help she her sit up. Fine. You can see her kind of <laughs> just her like, like eyes sort of coming back a little Oops. bit. Practice. <laughs> two words. Yeah. He was. He was. He was done with that interaction. He was like. Finds his way kind of back to the horses there, and they help her up kind of slowly. And then they're moving kind of slowly by, and they sort of take a wide berth around the group, and they pass around and start to head by in the other direction. Anything else as they're sort of heading? I mean, you get a couple little quick sideways eye glances, but they don't say anything to you. I'll start, you know, rummaging through the bag. bag. Okay. Yeah. Anything else before? <laughs> Last call to say or do anything to them as they sort of. No. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad. I, or I can't even see Orba's disdainful face. <laughs> How oh, yeah. upset she is with me. I can imagine. So there's two days worth of rations in there. Oh my gosh, um, great. Two days worth of rations, another set of crampons, another climber's kit, a set of oh snowshoes, an ice axe, like an ice pick axe. Ooh, that's very Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's small. It's used just for kind of puncturing holes. It's, yeah, it's not huge. Um... She had a walking stick. Did you pick that up? Okay, that that kind of fell to the side when he hit her. Um, great. So that uh, you didn't take the walking stick. Um, a bedroll. Uh, some standard traveling accessories: torches, flint and steel, some like bandages and things. Um, there's a few sketches in a small bound diary. It looks like when they visited some of the places in the Ropper Mountains, like she had sort of sketched. There's like some mountain ranges, oh. there's a ridge, there's like a big <laughs> cave. There's a picture of an owl bear that she had kind of drawn That's from. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no other potions. Uh, the, the, the potions of healing. So you got three total potions of healing. There's one bottle of fine wine. It's like a very oh. nice bottle of wine. Mm. That looks like it could have been a uh, maybe celebratory. No, no. Uh, Raven's back in the mountains and feeling like himself. <laughs> give me, give me your perception check on the one. Okay. Oh shit! Is it fucking? Oh, I feel so bad now. We stole hey, maybe it's drawings. maybe it's poisoned, and we just saved her life. Yeah. A five. <laughs> Don't recognize the one. Okay. There was a horn that looks like it's not like an 
like a multiple notes instrument horn. It's like a like a signal horn. Yeah. Like it just makes one note. It's like okay. a ivory horn that has sort of carvings in it like that. that just makes a low, loud noise that could probably be heard over a long distance. Okay. Um, and a and two clumps of wild root. Um, and you recognize those as sort of a beneficial plant, but you don't recall exactly mm-hmm. what they do. You're sort of some knowledge of the... Yes, it's something that... Yeah, that. it's something that's... Holy shit. For some, like, in the realm of the... Um, what's that root that we mentioned? Uh, Riot root. root. In the realm of that. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you, you recognize it as something that people sort of eat or use, but yeah. you just can't remember what they do with it. It's not familiar to okay. you. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll put the three potions in there and, like... Fling that. I mean, altogether, that's a fair amount of slots. Oh, you have, like, the, you have the three potions? Yeah, I mean, what are you taking? Yeah. Um, God. I mean, the three potions, the ice axe. That's a small. Um, so that's Are already... you keeping an extra set of crampons? You guys want those? You have enough for each person. What, el- what else did he lose? Was it just the clothes? Just the clothes. Just the I think just the clothes, yeah. So you all already have a set of those. Slots I have left here. Uh, are they back to me? Like Raven came back with the yeah. bag, yeah. And yeah. You, riding off a little bit, yeah. Do you need? Sure, they've passed you by too. Oh, like you're not okay. standing there with them. Do you need help carrying any of that? Most of it is useless. I'll hang on to this axe and uh, a bit of fine wine. Well, I don't feel great about that, but just keep in mind, they do have a lot of money that can replace everything they had, and they're likely going to be just fine. Let's... Let's emphasize that. Let's move on from Okay, this. fair enough. I'm just saying, it's better if we don't die. And, now, healing potions, less likely that we die. Good. Mm-hmm. I like... Let's I like it being less... I feel bad about that, just to be clear. I do feel bad about that. About... Is it enough to not have to visit the village? I think that was kind of out of the question anyway, but, uh... I it believe so. What do you think? It will do, yes. Yeah. Good. Really punched her right in the face. Was that absolutely necessary? I thought we were doing quite a bit to intimidate her. Otherwise, I had my bow pointed at them. It worked. Or about kicks her horse yeah. <laughs> to keep things moving. <laughs> he lied. Starts to walk. I'm going to kind of have and sensitive. Oh, um, As we're going there, I'll be sure. like taking me through it. Yeah. Um, we can I'll... do this. You're trying to divvy <laughs> yeah. up some of the items. Yeah. Well. I'm not some, but at you. basically saying. <laughs> Stop it. Like I'll say to the group. Uh, um, I got sl- I got slots if you need them. Me too. Um, like I'll say, you know, crampons, snowshoes. I don't imagine we need an extra pair of any of these. Things. I have crampons. I don't have snowshoes. Yeah, I don't think you guys had snowshoes. Oh, that's, that's different. That helps you walk on like, like, uh, like light snow without falling into it. Whereas awesome. crampons are for like walking across ice or like. I'll say like this seems like a you thing, and I'll throw those shoes to, to Erlen there. You light on your feet. <laughs> Not, not walking. You're the one when we need someone to like <laughs> use their feet in a special yeah. way. It's usually you. You're using the step guy. of the wind and snowshoes. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's a great idea. Erlen, you're a foot guy. <laughs> you're one of those foot guys, right? Uh, how many slots of snowshoes? Uh, just one. Oh just one. Okay. Yeah. Um, they can be kind of attached to the bag. They're, they're very light. All the papers don't like her drawings and stuff. Don't no. take up a slot. I'll keep those. Um, oh Weirdo. But, uh, yeah, basically going through things, crampons, no, snowshoes, uh, um, 
terms of bed roll. Yeah, that stuff. I'll just keep, I'll just be tossing it to the <laughs> side. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh my god. Lands by the side. Um, ice axe on me. Okay. Horn on me. Okay. And then, um. The wild root was the last Yeah, one. the wild root on you, me. Are you keeping all three healing potions? No, no, I'll, okay. I'll like. Do we each get a healing potion? Well, who who needs, who does not have a healing potion on I don't have one. You take one. Okay. I'll take one. Do you have room for one more? She already has two, right? Yes. I already have two, but I can keep you'll, the stock. You'll be the keeper then. Okay. So we each have one and you have... Three. Three now. Good. That is good. Well done. Thank you for the assistance, Praxis. Hmm. Let's go. He starts to walk. You sense, even with his kind of stoic nature, that... Maybe given the sort of uh, arrangement that he had with Cliff, that he's glad to not have to stop it at the village. Like, he's happy to... Mm-hmm. It seems like when he gets you there, maybe he gets paid. Like, that's the end of his thing. So the longer that <laughs> that gets drawn out, the, the worse it is kind of is for him. So oh. he's relieved that maybe you're not considering taking that sort of detour and begins to uh, continue to walk you along. Uh, I'll start, if after we've kind of did yep. that stuff out, I'll start kind of shuffling through the diary and the, and okay. the drawings as yeah. we're going. Are you looking for anything? Leisurely, no. I mean, if I recognize significant... You don't. Uh, they're they're pretty close up. They're not like full landscapes that you necessarily... Like there's mm-hmm. sort of... It looks like one's like someone sitting on a little ridge. It could have been one of those other two people that yeah. she was with. There's one, like I said, of, a, of an owl bear. So there's some, like, maybe just little experiences that they sort of had as they... There's no Il Vigo poem in there. <laughs> no, there's no words at all. It's entirely artistic. There's no okay. words. No labels, no words, nothing. That And that was the diary thing. It yeah, it's like a small okay, yeah. bound clump of pages. It's not like a, it's not like a nice diary. But it's a, yeah. No words. Okay. Yep, no words. Um, I give you your clothes back, your warm clothes back. No. Thank you. And Erlen now has a better fitting oh. set of warm clothes. A really nice, like really nice too. Really you said fancy. they look. N- <sighs> this one with the. They're not like better in terms of their ability to like keep warmth, but they look nicer. They look yes, better. yeah, they do look fancier. <laughs> He's like, that's what I care <laughs> that's about. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. That's important yeah. for me. I mean, they look. Oh, God. <laughs> this is that's gonna be huge. This is gonna be a big deal. Uh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just the trail continues. Mm-hmm. On for another couple of hours. You can't see. Great and good. <laughs> very empty, very still, very stoic. It's deep enough in at this point that you start to wonder when you're going to maybe make some vertical headway. The hills are dwarfing you to your left and right, forward, all around. And from the description of the Sky Bowl's location, you assume you're going to be heading kind of up sooner rather than later. Some very large birds, condors perhaps, pass overhead, gliding on their very impressive wingspans. You wish you could see what they see, but Praxis remains very resolute in his steadfast adherence to the lowland route for now. Finally, at a juncture where the trail seems to continue forward with a very slight bend to the right, Praxis turns to his left, and he stops, faces uphill, and as you get kind of up to him, you follow his gaze and look up this kind of slope to the left. There's a very thin path that kind of zigzags back and forth up a rocky ascent. 
and the formation looks mostly natural, like it was kind of there to begin with, but with some partially fabricated parts. A popular enough route, it seems, that the mountain-dwelling people bothered to clear out some rocks, reinforce it in a few places. So it's a way that you're on this kind of lowland area, and there's another area up here, and it's this zigzagging path that allows you to get up to that higher area. And it zigzags enough with not so much of a slope that none of it's a climb. You're not climbing at any point. And it's big enough for the horses to travel up. It's single file for sure, like you wouldn't be able to ride four across, but you could certainly still ride the horses all the way up. And as he kind of stops, kind of looks up at it. This takes us to Upper Osrin's. From there, it's a short ride to meeting with my scout, who will tell us what she's learned about the best way to get to the Skyborn. Guide your horses with care. Loose footing begets a long fall. Understood. Okay. Starts to walk. <laughs> sort of uphill now at this point. I'm to pet my horse's neck as we go sure, up. Do so. What's the order here now that, we're, now that you're walking single file? Uh, I will take up the rear. I will lead. Okay. Oh. Orba right behind practice. Stay. I'll be then I guess behind him. Yeah. Okay. I'll... Orba, Graven, Safira, Erland, kind of the riding order. Graven, Ar- Graven, Erland at the end. Yeah. Graven, Safira, or sorry, Orba, Safira, Graven, Erland, Safira, Graven. So you guys start to work your way up. It's very winding. You go way off to the right and then up a little bit, and then back off to the left. So each time you pass along, you go up this kind of little hitch oh, cool. terrain, just to move yourself slowly, slowly, slowly to get to that higher terrain without it ever being kind of a big, steep slope. Everybody give me perception checks. Oh, At least it wasn't animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> Perceptive. Your perception check is My percep- No, my perception is not one of the ones that I get. It is not. That's stupid. And it's stupid because... Three. Oh, three. <laughs> Ten. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nice. <sighs> You guys are doing my job. <laughs> As you guys are riding up yeah. the side of this little slope here, the temperature is dropping very quickly. You can feel that. The higher elevation means you're getting not only a little more out into the sun, but there's less shielding you from the, the cold air and the breeze. So it's quickly getting very cold. You kind of have the idea to maybe throw on an extra coat of layer now as it's starting to get cold. It's not prohibitively cold, but it's just I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to reach into my saddlebag yeah. and get out my warm You can certainly like drape it over yeah, your current armor and things. Yeah. Has a nice fuzzy interior. Oh, <laughs> it's like a shearling coat. <laughs> Snowflake. As you're moving up, you notice that this terrain has several kind of large nooks and crannies in the stone. Some of them large enough that might even be considered small caves. And it strikes you as a good spot for weather protection. And the reason why you sort of have that thought is it's these kinds of formations that you're going to want to keep an eye out for when you're looking to make camp in the colder, harsher climates. When you're up in the Sky Bowl and up near the peaks, you're going to need some of this. You wouldn't be able to just sleep out in the open air like you did the night before. It'd be far too cold. So you'd be looking for kind of little outcroppings like this once you get up to the Sky Bowl. In addition to these little nooks, sometimes they go a little deeper in, like I said, little small caves. And as Graven's kind of riding by at one point you look off to the side and a little pair of eyes kind of just opens and closes and with that perception check they're kind of yellowish and lupine in nature wolves sort of maybe sort of nesting in these small caves you spot one pair of eyes and then as you kind of ride by Erlen sees 
opens and closes another set of one of these eyes. They don't jump out at you or, or make any noise of any kind, but they you see them kind of open and close slightly there as you guys slowly work your way up a little bit more. So you spot those a little bit of time here as you're working back and forth along. Wolves. Should be all right, usually. If you don't bother them, they don't bother you. Yeah. And the horses. Would there be... These are significantly uh, larger mountains than the ones we were in prior, right? Uh, This mountain range is much bigger, yes. Would there be mountain ranges of this size in, like, Kira? Uh, yes, not near Kender, not near the capital city. Okay. That's that's not nearly as massive. Basically, I'm asking, is this my first time in mountains this high? Um, yeah, I mean, you were in the Shocky Mountains, which are no slouch, but yeah. they're not this. I mean, these yeah. are these are quite expansive. Yes, yeah. definitely. And, Saphir, you've been not only in the Shockies, but also up near in the Highlands, which, yeah. again, maybe not quite this, certainly not this cold, because, like, not elevation-wise, but the ranges were quite big. So, yeah. so you've been in something of this size in that sense. Um, and I guess I've been here. Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Riding in front? Yeah. Give me an animal handling check. Oh, oh God. Dearest me. Oh, I should be Come riding on, in front. You're a bunch of nitty. I don't know why you love that happen. I don't 15. know why I love that happen. 15. As Praxis is moving along, you're following close behind on the horse. His sort of weight as only one person doesn't have any effect, and he turns to kind of go up to the next slope, and you ride the horse, and at one point, the horse just kind of skips a little bit as one of those pieces that was kind of overhanging just collapses under its feet just because of the weight. Uh-huh. But you pull at the reins and kind of just quickly navigate it out of the way, and you hear the rocks trickle down, and Praxis sort of... Don't do that. Sorry. Thanks. Continues on his way up. Take the turn, start to keep moving. So you can see the terrain is starting to... Maybe the weight of the horses is just ever so slightly making it a little more precarious as you start to ascend here. Uh, and Erlen's in the back. Give me a perception check. Uh, 20, Ooh. no, 22. 22. Nice. There we go. After the, the line had kind of stopped briefly for a moment as those rocks kind of kicked out, and then the line begins again, and as you begin, you're the last one to start, start your horse moving again, and as you do so, you give one look back, and one of the wolves sort of hearing the noise of the rocks trickling down just... Pokes its head out of one of these little caves, and as you're riding, it just <laughs> slowly kind of following behind. Hey! Hey! Are you doing that to the wolf? <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were getting their attention or not. That's me trying to scare the wolf. Sure. That's me trying to scare the wolf. Do I hear him doing this behind me? Uh, yeah. Can I? I'm gonna turn around and. You see him turning around? And then to Erlen. Shh. Trying to scare the wolf. I can tell what you're doing. And it, it practices kind of, kind of hear you talking. What's going on? There's a wolf following us. Throws off his backpack. He takes the sword that he had. He unsheathes it and goes marches to the back of the line. <laughs> and sort of starts walking toward the wolf, and it <laughs> kind of bounds away. 
see that. That's what you would have had to do. Oh, right. I'll do that next time. What the hell were you doing? It sounded like he was having a sneeze. I was trying to do it quietly so there wouldn't be an I've never been in the mountains. See, he wants us to be quiet. Should they not be approaching us? Is that out of the norm? Something's not right. What do you mean? These winter wolves favor the higher elevations. You could tell whitish fur to camouflage with the snow. It is not unheard of to see one in Osrin's, but it is unusual. They must have followed something down here. Food, perhaps. Well, the horses look good if they're hungry, so shall well, we what, keep moving? What would the what would the wolves what sort of food would the wolves follow down here? Any kind of creature. Oh shit. Anything that looked good to eat. The moment you see one start an approach, you make noise to scare it off. Not more noise yes. than that. Alright, I'll make more noise than that. What he did. I'm go fine. If go. that doesn't work. You might as well make the first move to attack. Because it will come for you if it's not scared. Understood? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Picks his backpack up. So let's walk along the trail. Uh -huh. What? You like this guy? No, it's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like this guy. So you guys will <laughs> yeah. stop. You want to write this guy a letter or something? Walks by four of you. <laughs> up the trail again. There's a moment here while you're all kind of just stopped looking at each other. Do you perhaps want to go in front, behind him? Uh, yes, uh, yes, actually. Um, I, look, I you know almost what I'm fell up. already. You're not going to be able to get past me. Uh, it's not no, that I can, narrow. Oh, okay. it's, you have to maneuver, but it's I'll, not like. I'll maneuver around her so okay, that I can. Give me an animal handling check. That you do have the extra plus three yes, uh, okay. proficiency. Oh my god. Mm, plus three. Um, um, yeah. I rolled a 15. 12. 12. As you, you sort of. You bump Orba off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> no, Severe goes to the outside. <laughs> She sort of works her way around so she can get past and into the front position. And it's not too far off where Orba just skipped a few of those rocks and there's another kind of And you're able to pull the horse back up. I look at once again back to see the wolf, if the wolf's coming up. Give me a perception check. Sorry. Uh, nat 20. Nat 20. As you look around now listening, you see one head kind of Immediately okay. gonna jump off my horse and pull up my nunchaku and Okay. Oi! Oi! Ah! Give me an intimidation check. <laughs> Tried to aim over here. <laughs> That's not. Uh, intimidation. 17. 17. It sort of back, takes two steps back up and then disappears back into the cave that it sort of poked out its Immediately will get Praxis. Any sort of. And I'm gonna kind of signal ahead. Okay. Back up, pop up my horse. Move slowly forward, and that's where we're gonna take a break. Oh my gosh! We work our way up the hillside. Didn't want to push it too far before we take a little break here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the midway point of our episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, wow. we'll be back in the mountains, the Ropper Mountains. We hope you're enjoying our new lovely mountains yeah. overlay. Um, and when we come back, we'll see if we can avoid. That's a good-looking mountain right there. That's a good-looking mountain. That's a good that a river mountain. or lightning or? No, it's like no that's like a river. Yeah, it's it's a like river. an estuary. Yeah, I think it's uh, leading into a delightful. It is delightful. <laughs> Double exposure. Thank you. thank you very much. Um, thank you so much. We will read out some stuff when we get back. Yeah. But um, 
we will take a quick break as always, and then uh-huh. we'll come back and we'll figure out if we can get through here without upsetting the wildlife, the local wildlife. Oh, Grab some items, no problem. Easy. <laughs> no, easy robbery. Easy. Rocked a few jaws. <laughs> I can't see how. Rocked a few jaws. Effect us negatively. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. Quick break. We'll dive back in. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. Welcome back, everybody, to Tabletop Notch. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We will be diving right back into the heart of the Rapra Mountains as we attempt to ascend up to the upper Osrin's Pass. But before we do that... Here we go. Plexmane gave out two community subs. Banish Raven gave out five community subs. Plexmane did 200 bits. Crazy Locha did a sub. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, Drovington did 100 bits. GM Powers did 200 bits. I don't know anymore. 3344 did 100 bits. <laughs> I don't know either. Jack Rover Power does 10 community subs. Jack Rover Power did. Uh, 100 bits, Stabbing Cobra did a bit, Jellybug did 2 bits, Cool Shiver did 500 bits, GF Power oh, did 100 bits, Jack Rabbit Power gave out a community sub, and then uh, 10 oh. more community subs, followed by another one oh for a total goodness. of 12. Jeremiah gave out 100 bits, Ali Slayer did 100 bits, Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits, and Stabbing Cobra did 100 bits. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to know if Stabbing Cobra Thank owns you. a cobra. I, well. That goes. <laughs> That's what cobras do. <laughs> <laughs> so we've heard. So we've heard. <laughs> Thank Famously. you. Famously. So much. Um, all right. Yes. We return to the side of this little pass here as we get up to the sort of upper Osrin's Trail. With Praxis leading the way, working her way carefully. Saphira now in the front. She's worked her horse around enough that she's able to lead in a way that allows her to kind of be the first one if there's any sort of imperfections in the terrain or anything that sort of feels unsteady in that way. Erland has just scared off one of the foxes, as per uh, Praxis's instructions. You can still hear, as you're moving, just some quiet kind of... Like, it it disappeared back into the cave, but they're lurking. You can tell in some of these little nooks and things. You've seen a few pairs of eyes as you pass by some of these more open spaces, these crevices in the rock. So you guys are moving slowly, keeping a careful eye. And you can tell Praxis is as well. He no longer has his weapon kind of slung. He's holding it sort of under one arm and with the backpack sort of slung over his other shoulder, making sure that he has one hand on it at all times. And he seems to have slowed his pace as well, sort of quietly. Just moving, listening to you guys, listening for the sounds of sort of hooves behind him. I need everybody to give me animal handling checks as we move. I wouldn't like to. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Daddy. Ha ha. Twenty-two. Oh. Nine. Twenty-two. Oh, Twenty-one. Oh, baby. Nine. Nine. Okay. Bitch. All right. Bye, friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys are moving up quickly, it's not the terrain that seems to affect the horses in this moment, but some of the sets of eyes that appear in the darkness and you can tell that the horses sense them a little bit and are a little just kind of spooked by creatures they can't quite see. 
and Safira and Graven sort of immediately getting their horses under control, sort of turning the heads away, sort of making sure that they don't stare directly into these sort of threatening eyes. But Erlen and Orba's horses just kind of looking to the side, immediately kind of, they start to sort of footsteps, uh, hoofsteps kind of backing up a little bit, almost like back down the trail as they don't want to get a little further. So now there's almost like a little divide, Erland at the back, as your horse is almost backing up a little bit. Praxis. Hmm. The horses are getting a bit spooked. Should we make a show of taking out a few wolves? No, God, listen, everybody, can you give me a moment? I can speak with them. It's all right. It'll calm down. It'll calm down in a moment. And he had kind of gone around and it's kind of up on the next ridge almost. So he's kind of looking over the side down at some of the horses that are down below, including Kind of quietly because he's above me. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Uh, Just so you know, Praxis, I have the ability to speak with animals. So before we waste our energy and try to scare them, I can try to intimidate them maybe more effectively. Does that work? It's, uh, it's, it's not a guarantee, but yes. Better than scaring them? Uh, I mean, yes, if I can scare them with actual threats other than just yelling, then it might be, yeah. And he looks, and ahead of him, he can see another kind of... They can tell me what they want, too, or what they're hunting. Us, I imagine. Decide now. We need to threaten or to speak. I'll speak with them. Uh, I'm gonna take a second and cast to speak with animals. Okay. While she does that, can yep. Arba dismount and get in front of her horse and like get its reins can, nice yeah. and close to her and just? Yep. I'll sort of I'll lean over my horse a little bit. You do so. And again, they're they're not like panicking, but they can sense things around them. And behind Erland at the back there, you can see that coming around the bend of the previous bend that you went around, one of the wolves kind of. They're just they're none of them are sort of quite. Or lashing out, but keeping an eye on your sort of progress. I'll get off my horse so that I can perhaps lead it a little bit more effectively. Okay, sure. Especially if Safira's stopping to talk here. Yeah, she takes a brief moment here to cast the spell. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, and after casting the spell. So there's definitely one like up ahead of Praxis a little bit. Okay. And then you can see the one sort of a little ways can behind I, Erlen. Uh, do I get any sense of anyone leading the charge? Like, is there one that seems to be pointing in a particular way? Or like, can Give I get a sense of alpha? Sure, here? give me a perception check. <laughs> Is that cost? Just do the magic. Or is that reasonable? I don't know. Uh, Defer to your judgment. Okay. Uh, uh, Nine. Nine. From what you can tell, they all look pretty similar. Okay. They're maybe the one that's ahead, like in Praxis's direction. It's just a little bit larger, but you don't see anything maybe that would... Okay, I'll speak to the one that's larger then. Um, Sort of quiet pause along the rock there as it gets a little closer. I'm gonna kind of, with my head, bowed a little bit. We mean you no harm, friend. You hunting something. Yes. What are you hunting? Have you not been able to find food recently? Hungry. Hungry? Okay. Can I, um, I have rations in my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, like and I'm assuming like there's dried like dried meats. Not, yes, there's some dried um, meats, Can I, uh, do the dried meats would not be enough to feed multiple wolves, would they? How much are you doing? I mean, you guys have a number of rations. How much are you throwing? Um, I mean, you have quite a bit of food with you guys. You guys are planning to I, I'm willing to days. throw them all my dried meats, especially we just got rations from the... 
I have nuts. How much do you do? You guys have like a day's worth of rations? Yeah, I have um, like fifteen days worth of rations or something. Okay, we would. I'll call it like two days worth of rations if you're tossing all. Okay. Yeah. The meat you have. Uh, yeah, I would like to give him some some meat then. Okay. You're like tossing it out onto the trail. Yeah. Okay. And he gets a little closer. You can see Praxis like sort of nervous because yeah. it's getting closer and he has like one hand that he puts around one of the handles of his weapon. Look, we can toss you some meat. You don't want to fight with us though. We're magical and very dangerous, you understand? We will kill you, but we don't want to. Do you understand? I know toss you're it. hungry. Toss it. And he starts to bite it. Mm. It kind of falls out of its mouth onto the ground. It's dry, but it's good. I don't like it as much as the fresh stuff either. I promise you it's food. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh! oh. You don't like it. <laughs> oh my god, two. Two. Okay, fine. So when he does that, I'm gonna kind of, in a growl, we will kill you in a moment. Don't proceed any further. All right, give me an intimidation check. This one's with disadvantage because you no, failed, because the, last failed one. the last one. And you can see Praxis also, it's getting a little closer and Praxis has his second a hand kind of on it. Yeah. Oh God, that's, that's, cocked. that's cocked, but it should get worse. Def- oh yeah, no, okay. Uh, yeah, three. <laughs> three, you don't see intimidation in its eyes and it takes a couple steps forward and, and Praxis doesn't wait this time. It gets close enough that he just drops the bag and takes a swing at it. And I need everybody to roll initiative uh, in here. I tried to be nice, you little shit. I don't know that you had the right yeah. negotiating no, tools for it. I didn't have the right negotiating tools. Um, you just needed the fresh meat of those travelers' bodies. I know. Oh. Such a shame. Oh, All right. Such a bad initiative. 20 to 25. 23. Nice. Oh, we Oh, can you become a full-blown wolf and confuse the fuck I, out of him? I, I, I honestly have. Rex is gonna cut your head off. Oh yeah, uh, not that one. Not that. One. No. No, no one under that. Okay. Uh, you said 20, 23. Okay. Well, I wouldn't yeah. know if you'd finish rolling. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen to nineteen. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Ten to fourteen. Fourteen. Wolf. Fourteen for Orba as well. Okay. Uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, my dex is <laughs> zero. Roll. Then the wolves will go. I wasted a spell slot trying to save your little butts. Five to nine. Fluffy butts. Nine. Now we have to kill the little fluffy butts, and I'm Five to nine? Five. Sorry. (laughs) I don't want to kill the fluffy butts. What about Praxis? They're dead. No. Oh, Praxis. All right, I didn't know. Uh, twelve. Is that ahead of Graven? Yes. Okay, so Orba, Praxis, Graven. Orba, Praxis, Graven, yeah. (laughs) Orba does what to Graven? I do like an homage. Uh, All right, everyone. Okay, so as the wolf kind of lashes out and Praxis goes in for an attack, something you do notice is from a couple successful intimidations, both Praxis's and Erlen's, some of them disperse. So there's less than maybe you would have thought if if they had all kind of jumped on you to begin with. Okay. Uh, Turning these on? Uh, Give me one second and yes. Yay. All right. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's fine. Come in handy. You try to save their lives. I try. And now you have 
You can rest your head on your pillow. I mean, I'm just mad. And and I dry tried meat to save them. Wolf spittle. <laughs> You're picking that back up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating it. You don't like it. Okay, give me the uh, the riding order one more time. Was it Sephira. is early? The no, riding. the riding, oh, riding order. Yeah, just Sephira, for the me. Praxis. Praxis first. Sephira. Or the Graven Earl. Yes. Got it. Great. Put them on the map there. Oh, um, Okay. All right. We can turn our oh, battle maps on. Baby. Let's oh, switch baby. over. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Look at that. Can't wait to oh fall off at the edge to my oh, death. Oh, yeah. This edge. Oh, our horses. Oh, no. No, oh, that's why I'm at Look at all those little our Eevees. HP horses. <laughs> my horse okay. has a name, and it's not Eevee. They're so hungry. So, the this oh is God. the kind of pass oh. here. Whoa, cool. So you guys have started, you know, kind of along this. You went up here, then turned the second bend here. So okay. you're along this bend. Oh, so how far how far of a fall is it from where we are oh, to the next level? Uh, it looks bad. It's not crazy. Um, There's a little 20, fire 30. down there. Uh, like 30 ish, 35 feet, 30, 35 Nothing feet. for you <laughs> in person. For you. That is so cool. Um, is there like a fog effect? Uh, yeah, just when from a distance kind of thing. Um, okay, so there's a few wolves here. There's one kind of right behind Erland. Wolf one stew. right up next to Praxis. Um, and then Praxis does. Oh my god. Well, he told us pretty much the route. That's true. <laughs> and are wolves a medium creature? Uh, yes, they are. Should I request being greased up? Now that I have the, the oh my grease. god. Oh, wow. That shit is so expensive. You don't, you don't you dare. Grease, grease me up! Um, and we'll put the horse at like the ten end minutes. of the... We'll just oh, say, okay. I mean, they're mostly just going to try and kind of find a hiding spot or somewhere. We got to skin them. these wolves when we're done with them. Okay. You go from not wanting to hurt animals I don't to want to hurt them. Their body. I don't. It's not like desecration. This. It's using the. That's true. That's you have true. to kill them. That's use true. every part of the animal. I might as well make use of them. I'd yeah, like to desecrate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to throw in one vote for desecration. Look, desecration. <laughs> she, she, she loves <laughs> desecrated stuff. Oh, oh, I do. There we go. Already. Let me do a quick uh, order. Graven's like, how do I? Um, Erland was first, <laughs> and then the wolves, and Orba. That's me. Praxis. That was his first taste of dry kibble, and he didn't like it. Graven. You offended him, I Sephira, was trying to help. <laughs> I like you said I like it. You're basically like, I like eating raw meat, too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was so we start with Erland. You immediately can tell that there's a couple wolves that were kind of emerging from that dark sort of uh, cave uh, crevice area. Um, there was one directly behind you, and then one that was up near Praxis. You definitely saw all of those already because they were kind of out in the open. What would you like to do? So which of the two wolves right now are close to me? The one sort of to the what? north or to the west? And out. That one's about 25 feet, we'll say, and this one's about 30 feet. So the one just over that rock They're is right a little next bit. to us. Yeah, is that, um... Well, buddies. Is that, a, like, a ledge that I have to climb right in front of me? Then? It's not that big. You can just hop up on it pretty easily. Okay, great. It's not a climbing situation. I mean, that motherfucker's gonna go for my horse, though, right behind me, I think. Um, okay, I'm gonna... Sorry, how far away was the one right behind me? Uh, 30. Great. I'm gonna... Turn and go to that one, Nunchaku flailing, trying to make a lot of noise too to maybe scare some away. Okay. Car! I'm going for an attack. Okay. 25 feet. 
Praxis because the louder you are, the more <laughs> love and making noise lately. Praxis told me to make noise. Well, I know, but with the Garillon too. I know. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Roll there for damage. Oh, shit, boy. Yeah, I would. I would think twenty-one hits. <laughs> These wolves the wolf have some armor. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a seven bludgeoning damage. Great, so just as it's baring its teeth, Erling kind of ah. right across oh, the jaw buddy. there. Uh, as it was kind of opening its mouth in addition, and then you sort of hit it across the jaw, there was like this like crystalline energy building inside its mouth. Like it not only sort of was, oh, it was baring its fangs, so but it also nice. had kind of it's, sort it's of a magic. frosty cold energy that was building sort inside. Of, oh. I'll yell, Praxis, are these magical wolves? They spit ice! And he's kind of going in for an attack of his own. Shit! <laughs> Next attack! <laughs> uh, six damage on the first one? Seven. Seven damage. Got it. Okay. Whoa. Uh, 18 to hit. I'm going to keep the damage above their head. Uh, that hits. Roll for damage. Uh, another seven bludgeoning damage. Seven. Nice. 14. Great. Damn. Oh, tanky little Meaty wolves. Meaty. Maybe I can't enter it. Maybe it's just text. Bastards! Never oh, mind. <laughs> 14. 14? I mean, thank you. I could, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your wonderful program. And he's still up. Wait, I've got an idea. <gasps> 14. <laughs> His name nope. is Yes, 14. it's a There we go. Oh. It's just very hard to see. I can see it. <laughs> and he's and still up. He is still up. How does he look? I mean, those two whacks were pretty good. Like, one tooth kind of dislodges and falls out to the ground. You hear it kind of... As you hit it a couple times, um, so it didn't go down, but it, uh, it 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 hurt it. Okay, but he's still he's not like on his last legs or anything. Uh, I mean, uh, adrenaline coursing through a little hard to tell. Okay, great. Creatures that don't have a ton of hit points to begin with, it's hard to tell. Like, yeah, unless they're literally at like one hit point. All right, let's. Uh, uh, how far away is that other wolf from me? The one right behind him? Uh, the one behind him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do not get overweight. Hey, you get them for another flank, thirty feet. Mids, oh yeah, man. you can hit that. Um, I'm going to um, I'm going to use a key point and use flurry of blows to get to two more. Attacks. Okay, great. Speeding up. That is a natural twenty. That will hit. Ooh, Whoa. And so that is a flurry of blows. One says double that. Six, nine bludgeoning damage. Nine bludgeoning damage. Uh, th that's like an unarmed strike? Is that's that a punch. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with a kick. So like I'm, uh, I'll try and stomp its head a little bit. Great. So as it was reeling from the second attack, it looks like it's coming back, and you see that frost energy building up, and <laughs> collapses there. You mean, oh! oh. <laughs> um, yep, it's gone. Um, and I used 10 Goodbye, feet of 15. movement to get there. Did I <laughs> we know? hardly knew you. You used 25 feet of movement. It oh. was 30 feet away. You moved 25 to get in within melee. Range. Oh, okay, great. Ooh, so I have another 15 feet of movement. There we that go. will not get me closer to that wolf. It won't get you all the way to that wolf. No, I will actually retreat 15 feet towards uh, <laughs> this uh, my horse. Toward the horse, okay. 15 feet puts you basically back up to the horse. Punch it. Uh, that's great, and I have an extra attack. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a smack. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> oh. I hate not using my second one. Fuck. Okay. Fine. That's my turn. Okay. All right, we've got the wolves. Okay, so after that first one went down, right away, as you're kind of moving back towards your horse, that one that could see those blows, you can see it kind of 
That's right, bitch. That's it right. kind of thinking about keeping its distance, and it looked like it was about to charge, and then it kind of stops. Aww. But it is gonna move. Oh. Let's see. <laughs> Trepidation. He's yeah, like, rats. I don't know. Wolfy pants. That looks bad. Uh, how far? But don't come There's closer. Thirty feet. How far are you? Now? Don't do 20. that. Twenty. It needs to move another so five smart, feet. Another he's a stupid ice thing. I know, he is. And uh, as it kind of gets close enough, it stops itself from getting all the way up to you, but then... Wow. And this like crackling ice energy comes out. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, is it a dexterity saving throw? I think it is. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, yes, dexterity saving throw, and your horse as well. Do yourself first. Um... So I rolled a 22. And that saves. Oh. What is my horse's dexterity saving? Uh, zero dexterity on the yeah, riding probably horse. zero. <laughs> 11? Oh. 11 fail. No! Oh. I just named you today! Oh, I named him Ocean. <laughs> no! Why'd you do Why? that? Uh, so you take, uh, the horse takes nine. <gasps> and you <laughs> take half of that for four. Um, in addition, as the, uh, that crackling energy comes out, you can see it kind of breathe back in, and it, like inside its mouth, kind of crisp, crystalline little pieces are forming, but it looks like it's expending energy and that it won't be able to immediately do that again. Like it looks like it expelled quite a bit of oh, energy okay. to do that. So this isn't something that I can just pump out yeah, every yeah. single time. Like it uses a little bit of Wolfy cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, these ones are gonna go. Um, this one's gonna go for Graven uh, here. This one did not see the carnage that took place, neither did this one. Oh, they're both going So they're gonna go for Graven. Well, let's move all the other ones. That one's already up at Praxis. Um, okay, so these ones come up to Graven. All right. Um, in addition, uh, Pack Tactics has uh, advantage on the attack if at least one of its allies is within five feet of the creature, which it is, so these have advantage. I'll, uh, the first one's gonna make a bite attack. Okay. Anything? No. It's okay. Yeah. Right attack. Uh, plus 16. That's, uh, 15? Oh, it misses! M- misses? Okay. Nice. <laughs> Clangs off of Graven's shield as if, and then just as you're blocking that one, the next one's coming in, and you move your shield, try to get it in quick. Did you set your shield to? Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. <laughs> Not cold, or piercing. <laughs> I know. Um, or okay. slashing. Alright, that one's okay. Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, that one. Um, okay. Ouch. You take eight piercing damage. Ow. <laughs> As it takes a ow, nice ow, ow, sort of rip out of you, it just sinks beneath your armor there, and you see a little bit of blood geez. just trickle down to the elbow, and then you push it back. I'm gonna use Stone's Endurance. Okay, so just as the teeth are sinking in, you make a fist and your skin kind of turns to stone there. I mean, that's what it's for. (laughs) It was eight, it was nine, eight, I think. It was eight, yep, eight piercing damage. Yes, oh yeah. Great. So as the the stone kind of goes over your arm, you watch as the wolf kind (laughs) of and you can hear the like scraping of its teeth kind of on the hard surface of your arm, and then you push it by the snout. Get right up into its face and like like, rip its snout kind of off your arm, and then and just like that, your arm turns back to its sort of standard fleshy state. Um, okay. Filthy beast. Uh, the compound just raided us. Thank you and welcome. Hey, you're welcome. Thank right you. in the middle of <laughs> combat. Um, all right. There are not any wolves in that party. This one, Praxis was kind of ready for, but it comes up. Oh, look at Praxis. Um, oh. It's going to take, yeah, I didn't have a great uh, Praxis. Oh. I like his hair. Uh, yeah, this is not with advantage. This is just a regular one. 
Uh, that will not hit. So Praxis, who was kind of ready for the attack here, the wolf comes in and he just boom, deflects it with the butt end of that nice. sort of blade that he has. There you go. And gets himself ready. Um, okay, that is Prax- uh, that's not Praxis, that's a wolf's turn for now. Or was there one more? Uh, 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 not, yeah. yes, we, we've done the ones that are on the map. Okay. Uh, Orba. A what? Yeah. The ones on the map. <laughs> okay. All right, Orba. So, um, Orba's going to try to get her horse maybe like 15 feet further up near Safira's, but closer. You're pulling the horse? Yes. Give me an animal handling check. So you can tell already the, the chaos. The horses are a little unsettled. You can hear the hooves on the rock. I'd be more than a little unsettled. <laughs> 12. Okay, you're able to lead. It's a little resistance. I'm going to say difficult terrain. So for each okay. five feet, it's actually 10 feet. Okay, so let's, far let's do my full 15 feet of movement. Okay. So you can basically get it I want it to be closer, if you can, like away from the edge. Okay, yeah. sure. Yep. Yeah. So you move up 15, and you yep. pull the horse 15 with you. So okay. the whole way you're pulling, and it's kind of <laughs> like... Yes. And you pull it as close to the wall as you can. Okay, you yeah. do so. Okay, and then I'm gonna lean past it, look towards Braven, okay. and I am going to cast Toll the Dead. Okay. Uh, sorry, remind me, did I see either of them use that spitting ice? No. Okay, so I, neither of them, okay. Uh, Erlen's shivering. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go for the one on Graven's right, so closer to me. So make okay. a uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay, we got a... Uh, 12. Fails. So it takes 2d8. It is not hurt. Yeah, 2d8 necrotic. Great, so that... Six. And another six. 12 necrotic. 12 necrotic, okay. Demolished. Um... (laughs) And I think that is my turn. Okay, great. So after Orba leading the horse a little bit to a safer location, now sort of paired up with Saphir's horse, the two of them like turn their heads into each other and kind of yeah, just sort of trying to block out the kind of combat the world around them. Um, okay. And now it's Praxis. Praxis, okay. He's not going to mince words. He's going to take a couple multi-attack swings. With the blade back and forth. Turns out Praxis is a bard. One of those is a hit, one of them is a miss. He's gonna one hit. So the first one, the wolf dodges out of the way of, and then the second one, he comes down over the top and. Yep. Uh, that is twelve slashing damage from Praxis. Sounds nice. Mr. Twelve. And in addition to that, um, he he looks behind him and sees Graven sort of surrounded by the couple of wolves there, and he gives kind of a. Like an inspiring shout. Oh! uh, The next uh, non-spell attack has disadvantage (laughs) against you. Oh. So the next, it has to be an attack roll, not a saving throw, but the next one has disadvantage. Um, So you feel that sort of energy coursing through you. (laughs) We meet eyes like, ah! Uh, Graven, you're up. It's weak. Um, All right, seeing that uh, one's already got his dong dinged, I'm gonna... Dong and ding it too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all the dead on the one right in front of me, I think, on the, the right. The one that's been hurt. The already. one that's been hurt. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Uh, screaming in its face. Dong's been dinged, you gotta ding the dung. Um, dong that's a five. That will fail. Okay. And it will take two, 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 a 12. Oh. 12. Um, and a much. And that time, boom, as the bell goes out. What did you roll? Lapses into a pile there. On the damage? Uh, 12. 12. 12. You did 24, 24. yeah. 
Uh, yep, and then I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll take, instead of, that was the, was that the one that bit me, the one that's still up? Uh, no, the one that bit you was the one that, uh, okay. Um, rather than, I was going to say I was going to try to intimidate the wolf, I'll maybe just try to turn to the, the horse and okay. be like, like, you know, animal handling. give it a calming yeah. stare. Um, animal handling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could tell as those two wolves approached, it was starting yeah. to sort of lose its composure. 13. 13. You are able to keep it from kind of bolting yeah. away, but you can tell it's kind of a little trepidatious. It even mm. kind of backs up like a oh, little no. bit. No, not that way. Maybe I'll even try to keep myself at five feet, like put myself between the horse. And okay, yeah, and you kind of maneuver yourself just a little. You can't quite get between yeah. them, but yeah, keeping it sort of Oh, wait, bay. actually, I just, did I see what happened to him? Um, yeah. It was I'm gonna circle open. around the other way then. <laughs> Because I don't want it, if it does a cone of ice shit at me, I don't want it to hit the horse okay. behind me. Ah. So I'll try to get it away oh. from Okay, you try, kind of try to get its yeah. attention there as you're moving. Yeah. <laughs> Clang the shield yeah. a little bit. Awesome. <laughs> no, this is for you. You're okay. <laughs> I like you. Uh, okay, Safira. That's it. Uh, okay, so since I can still speak with animals, I'm going to to yes. the horses. Yes. I'm going to say, stay near us. We're protecting you. Give me an animal handling with advantage. Nice, nice. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, 16. 16? Okay. As, as it's because I have the yeah. advantage. As you sort of shout out to them, you see some of the faces turn to the equine faces, and they have kind of a droopy, scared look. <laughs> look yeah. at you, and they sort of. Aww. And it looks like your horse is kind of working its way over to Orbis to kind of get oh. as close to the side. Yeah, and then in the wolf sort of thing, I'm gonna whip around. Switching straight from the, horse tongue to I, wolf. I tongue. guess this one that pra- Praxis hit this one, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. I'm gonna. Graven's not surrounded anymore, right? He has just the one. Just the one. So I'm gonna with my bow knocked. I told you to get the fuck out of here. You're all gonna die. Okay. I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> Give me a shot. Die. Die. Thanks for you. Uh, okay. Uh, dirty 20. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why I had to do that on my fingers. Um, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> was it wrong? No. Oh, you're Are plus you plus eight? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah plus, plus eight. eight. Yeah, I'm plus eight. Um, okay, that is eight damage, and it's damaged. Eight damage, it is damaged, yep. Okay. Ooh. That is, uh, so... <laughs> Can't do math. That's plus six. Eight plus six. Yeah. Fourteen damage. There we go. So as you just as you finish shouting, you fire off the bow, and before the wolf can even comprehend what you've said to it, (laughs) (laughs) it goes down there. And Praxis is like winding up for another attack. (laughs) Sees it. I'm gonna whip around then to the one that's by Graven. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Because I still have another shot here. Yep. She gets another shot. Go ahead, make another attack. Yes, yes. She does. She does. Oh, oh this, is gonna test, this is gonna test their AC. Uh, that's 11 to hit. That misses, great. Yeah. So this time, you're trying to get it past Graven without hitting Graven and just <laughs> unable to kind of <laughs> get that shot. <laughs> Skip Then I'm the gonna kind there. of just, in in Wolf, I'm gonna kind of growl and okay. like, just great. staring that one down. Okay. Um, all right, that brings us back to, early, or so end of the round oh, there. 
Um, the horses are going to kind of follow the lead here, and these two are going to kind of get as close to the wall as they can. This one's going to kind of follow it and just kind of work its way over there. Graven's is, as it, as this wolf's distracted by Graven, it kind of is moving further away just to get a little Ooh. distance. Careful. And <laughs> after you calming it, is going to kind of just get as close to this rock as it can. Not too far away, but just as close Good as rock. it can there. Um, in addition, at the end of the round here, what? Um, you hear a little more than the noise has attracted a few more wolves here. Um, I need everybody, as you can hear the sound of additional wolves approaching, immediately you see Praxis turn to everyone and kind of motion to make kind of a ruckus. Oh, okay. And we're gonna measure how many you can scare off here with yes. your sort of intimidation. So everybody okay. give me an intimidation roll. Okay. Um, so as as like <laughs> snouts are peeking out of the shadows, kind of creeping up the rock. Do we have no? Yeah, we're just shouting. Uh, Graven's pretty good. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, me. Praxis uh, rolls well. Sorry, intimidation? Uh, yes, an intimidation. Uh, wants to be surrounded. 13. Oh, okay. 13. 13. Three. Three. Only, <laughs> Praxis is the only one to successfully scare off one of the wolves. Oh, so as you can hear the sounds are creeping. Can I get Praxis advantage sort of on that with shouting. my wolf speak? Um, uh, no. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, yeah, because you're kind of shouting into the distance. Um, okay. So that was, so it was potentially five minus one four, so. Another one. Cool. Another one. We could have gotten all of them out of there. Another one kind of creeping its way Dang, down here. Graven watches as another so one appears. Oh. Here. You guys, we have bigger oh. problems. To two solve, more buddies. kind of coming out from. Why do you guys want to so die? That was one, two, three. Yeah, was that four? Way. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Great. So it's four more wolves that appear. Um, and we go back to early. Uh, after just having yelled, ah, shit, and goes up to that wolf right in front of me on Chaku attack. Oh, okay. That is not gonna hit. Ten to hit. That misses. Coming right back around. There we go. Twenty-five to hit. There we go. Well for that. Uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Damage, okay. And oops, mine. Nine. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, nine. Mine. Um, mine, mine. <laughs> Those other wolves are how far away from me at this moment? They're pretty far uh, away. Which ones? The, the two guys that just came out from way back. Yeah, they are 60 feet and 70 feet away. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to use, uh, I'm just going to use my extra unarmed strike. Okay. Key points. So right. just going in with, um, just like a, trying to kick them, keep them away from me. Go ahead. Um, 25 to hit. Yeah, we'll hit. Roll for damage. Four bludgeoning damage. Thirteen total on that guy. I can't believe you can't put numbers on that. I know. I don't know why. Um. Okay. That so, is. Couple, so that's the one that just sort of expelled that icy yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. So you hit it a couple times. Um. And sort of. Uh, yeah. That's my turn. Okay. All right. That will bring up the wolves. No. So uh, this one that you just sort of smacked around. Is a little bit scared. He's gonna kind of try to bolt here. Ooh, Would you like yeah. that? I would uh, love to do that. Give me an attack of opportunity. Uh, 19 to hit. Double hit. Move for damage. Ah. Um, seven bludgeoning. Seven, great. So he's up to 20. Um, and remember that it's your reaction. Okay, so that one is gonna kind of 
move its way up here, <laughs> and it's like hiding kind of in the dark of okay. the little crevasse there. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> this one. <laughs> I think this one needs to dash. So this one's gonna dash. <laughs> Um, to get all the way up to you. So it's going as quickly as it possible can, but not quite enough uh, getting there to attack. But the other one is going to... Is my horse at least out of range now? Yes, it is. Uh, give me a dexterity save. 16. 16 will pass. There we go. So you take half of 10, five cold mana. These are fucking around. Fucking ice shit. Okay, that was that one. Uh, this one's just gonna make another attack on Graven here as it's up. No, close. this is the disadvantaged attack, right? Because of Praxis. Yes. Although this one's gonna come up to you, so it's gonna be with advantage, but then just regular attack. Okay. So this one first. Um, 14 to hit. Miss. Right? <laughs> and just as you're clanging that one off, the other one's coming in for an attack, and this is with advantage. Uh, 16? That'll hit. That hits. Yep. Okay. Uh, you take... Uh, oh, min rolled that one. Uh, four... Pe- uh, three piercing damage. Oh. Only three piercing damage. <laughs> uh, great. So you feel just like a little nip on the back of your leg there. Um, and then this one... <laughs> he is fast enough. So that one... Actually, it's not even going to go all the way up. It's going to get to this little spot and... I see howl that's sort of ringing out. Praxis is going to make a dexterity save. Okay, half of ten again. Five cold damage to Praxis. Big drop shell. Cold damage. Okay. Um, and that, I believe, is all the wolves, right? One, two, yeah, I think that's everybody. Okay, Orba, you are up. Oh, okay, so that one went for fucking Raven again. Huh? Yeah. Okay. yeah, there's two on Graven right now and one kind of approaching Praxis. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry if this and is two a... on Erlen right now, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one's right on. blew some icy shards at Graven. Um, specifically with Green Flame Blade in mind, those two wolves surrounding Graven are not within five feet of each other. No, they're actually ten feet apart because okay. they're on opposite sides of Graven. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, man, I don't have good AoE stuff, guys. Sorry. Uh, Orba's got really not much of a shot except hitting uh, Toll the Dead on the one behind Graven. Okay, great. One. Once again. <clears throat> wisdom save. Did not so wise. Uh, six. Yes, a 2d8. Okay. That's a fucking one. Why do the ones and the sevens have to look so fucking similar? I know it's so Four. Okay, it's four. Oh, necro- yeah, when you get That's necrotic damage. Uh, yes, right? it's yeah. Great. Seven. You can hear it kind of whimper at the sound of the bell. And then some wolves are coming out from that like shaded area to the to the left, correct? Yes, one definitely emerged from there and a couple at the beginning that are now dead. And this one retreated into the shaded area over here. Cool. Orba's actually going to move her body so that she is the closest thing to the shaded area, not the horses. Okay. Not, yeah, maybe this like right on their right on the thumbs. Right on the Less? Uh, yeah. uh, 15? Yeah. Great, 15 cool. feet there. Uh, uh, <laughs> No, let's do five more feet so that okay. if they were to like come at me with an AOE, it doesn't go in that direction. Okay, great. Cool. All right, that's me. Okay. Uh, that Praxis. is Praxis. Okay. So after getting that sort of crystallizing, needling, sort of washing over him with the ice, 
charges forward with his blade there, his two-handed blade. Uh, he's going to move up and make a multi-attack here. This is a uh, both of those are going to hit. Hey. Um, Eight slashing. <laughs> what is this feeling? Eight slashing so and nine slashing. So nineteen. Come <laughs> down. My body. Nineteen. Great. So. <laughs> you hear the wolf noises as he. Has that guy not killed the one wolf yet? No, I killed um, them. No, that's the second. Oh, that's the second. second. Um, and he can use this multiple times Relax. during a long rest, but before a long rest. So he's gonna look back. Hey, hey, hey. And he's going to see a Graven after he just sort of blocked a few <laughs> shots with his shield. He's going to look beyond Graven oh. to Erland in the back there. <laughs> and give you an inspiring shout. You uh, The next attack has disadvantage against you. Well, attack roll that isn't a saving throw. <laughs> and not a spell. He knows I can stand up for Graven myself. goes... Um, yeah. Okay, Graven. You're <laughs> oh, I feel nothing. <laughs> he looks to Graven and goes... <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Um, hearing the bell behind me, I'll turn around and do another uh, hoopsy dooze and nice. uh, ding its bell okay. as well. In addition to uh, ooh, 15. Uh, that'll save. Okay. <sighs> With a bonus action, I huh? will cast. Uh, Be gone, wolves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, spiritual weapon. Oh. Okay. Great. I'll make a, a floating mace. Okay. And I will... Is a thing for that? Oh. What's yeah. yours look like? Yeah, it's that. a floating it mall. Like there. There. Yeah. Uh, where would you like this guy to go? I would like to go... Kind of, yeah, like right to the... Yeah, to the right of that. If I'm looking at that wolf right there, to the right of it. To his right or your right? Sorry. My right. Okay, great. So right there. Um, and part of that bonus action, I get to use it. Great. Nice. So second level. What does the weapon appear as? It doesn't have to be a little mall like that. No, yeah, it's like a mace. It's okay. Like, yeah, my, my sort of a replicate weapon. of your weapon. Yeah. Great. Sort of a Double. sort of ethereal, shadowy replicate of your oh. weapon. Uh, cast, make a melee spell attack creature against a creature within five feet on a hit. Uh, so it's a it's a spell spell attack melee attack. spell attack. Melee spell so it's the same modifier as yeah. like a cantrip attack, uh, which is oh, twenty five. That will hit. Oh, Roll for damage, um, and that will take one d eight plus uh, three. Nice. Pretty good. Uh, nine. Oh, okay, so. Force, excuse me. Uh, Nine force. Thirteen. Up to thirteen on that one. Okay. The spectral weapon appears, and then just even before the wolf can kind of turn to look at it, it feels this heavy kind of boom on its side as it's smacked by the mace there. Looks like it hurt. You okay? Uh, Uh, Anything else? Uh, No, that's good. All right, Sophia, you're up. Okay. Um, I. Seeing that Praxis looks like he has his stuff under control, okay. I'm looking past him. There are two around Graven right and two around, around Erland. One at Gra- Erland and one close to Erland. And then uh, that how one far away are the ones by Erland? Um, I think within bow range. Yeah, 80 
Okay, I'm going to activate Animus and fire at actually one of the ones that's near Graven. Okay. Because uh, Graven. I can revert, but only if I'm within 60 feet. Great. Um, which uh, one are you firing yeah. to? Uh, I'm going to fire at the, the closer ones, which has been... They're both within 60. And they've both been hit. The closer one has been hit. The I'm going to fire at the one that's been hit. Okay, great. Great. See. Give me an attack roll with Animus. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh, Very nice. Bye, little baby. It's a dirty 24. That's seven. And then I do I double Colossus as well? You do. Um, okay, 12. That's uh, 15, so. 22 total damage. 22 total damage. Like 15 plus 6? 15, no, plus 12. The arrow goes flying through, and just after getting smacked by the sort of floating mace there, an arrow comes in, it hits it in the back, and Safira takes her form. What form are you in? Uh, I am in wolf form, and since I'm in wolf form, I'm assuming I'm bigger than these guys. You are bigger. I'm going to, as I get into the animus form, then as soon as I do, almost like I'm trying to summon my friends, go, oh! And like do a huge howl. What if that makes all the wolves? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to like alpha them, if okay. that makes sense. Oh, so and dead. then I'm gonna kind of face down and and give me an intimidation check. Come fucking in, you are. Four. Four. <laughs> After seeing the the arrow fire and this sort of energy appearing, this blue kind of mist that swirls and then a wolf appears. You can sense that they, it's an intimidating sight, but that they can tell that you're not one of yeah, theirs. Yeah. Like they can immediately right. tell that you're not one of theirs. So they don't sort of sense you as the alpha. But wow, they... nothing I do is scaring <laughs> these guys. Okay, uh, I am going to try to bite the uh, this guy. You get to attack? Yeah, I, get, I, I still have a multi-attack, so I should since uh, I attack. Multi-attack has to be with the same weapon. Oh, okay, so then I yeah. can't. Ah, you can't attack in wolf. Oh, so in the future I should activate Animus on the second, second shot. Arrow. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> cool, good to know. Um, this, is, this is the fight to discover that. Yeah, well, yeah well, honestly. Uh, I'll have to check. You, I don't know if you can choose that. I think you have to activate it before you even make the attack action. So if it hit oh, with the first one, you I might see. have to do that. I'll check the wording oh, okay. on that, but you might have had to take that anyway. Okay. Um, okay, uh, that takes us to Erland. You can still move. Do you want any movement? Uh, yeah, I just want to move between uh, Raven and this uh, the spiritual weapon. And, yeah, and oh well, God. and the wolf. Yeah. Great. Yeah, she's not quite that big, but it doesn't let you do an in between size. So <laughs> this is cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're back up to Erland here. So um, far, no additional wolves that you can hear uh, approaching. Uh, so none of these have been hit except the dude who's hiding off in the corner. Yeah. Yes. None. None of the ones around you. Actually, yeah. none of these. That one has not these two. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh, sh- oh, the guy right next to me has not used his. He has not used the breath attack. Great. I'm going to attack that one. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Oh, fuck me. 11 to hit. That misses. Next one. Let's do attack this. Uh, 15 to hit. That will hit. Roll for damage. Um, That's eight bludgeoning damage. As you hear that kind of pummeling crack of the nunchaku. And now is the time, sort of using another um, uh, uh, open. Uh, oh my God, flurry of blows! There we go. Sort of centering the energy, coming in now with a punch. Right. Maybe so. Just cocked. There we go. Um, 
21 to hit. That will hit. Roll for damage. <laughs> Five bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay. And also. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Um. <laughs> let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. <laughs> Uh, As his fist is connecting, deck save. <laughs> deck save, please. Dexterity <laughs> saving. Oh, yeah. Shove him off the cliff, y'all. No, I'm, that's, he's not. Uh, fine, fine. 11. Uh, 11 fails, so he's prone. Okay. So this is with advantage. Point. Okay. And I'm going with like a high he's kick like, down. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, shit. He's presenting. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> he is not. Seventeen cool. to hit. That will hit. There oh, yeah. I got it. Right in there. There we go. Bye. Thirteen. Nine bludgeoning damage. Okay. Minus thirteen. Twenty. Um and. Um, I am going to. Oh, did the horses move at all last turn? At the end of the round there? They just kind of tucked themselves further into the... Do the wolves seem to be showing any interest in the horses? They have not yet. Um, I mean, they're sort of going after active threats, so you have not seen Okay, if he were to move, if that animal were to move 15 feet backwards, would that send him off a cliff or would that just send him back to the path? The wolf? Yes, the wolf. Um... We'll say if you pivot kind of around. Okay, so yeah, so with that one, I'm going to try and uh, strength save, please. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Erland just kind of pivoted a little bit Hunt here. Uh, <laughs> four. Four, he fails, so he gets pushed oh, no. 15 feet. Raven puts, or Erland puts his foot on the wolf and it just, the sort of slick rock from the cold temperature is a little layer of frost mm-hmm. kind of on it, and it just slides off the edge. Nice. And you watch it just disappear Does over the edge. Does he take some damage from that ball? Oh, he yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, this is. Is it 30? It's like 20, 20 feet there. It's 26, uh, though. Yep. He's already taking 22. Uh, yeah. That's sure. Yeah, he's already at 22. You hear it? Oh, bye, Bubba. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, who's having a little fire? Um, and then. <laughs> I guess that was like five uh, feet of movement to pivot. Uh, we'll say that didn't even take it. That was just you kind of. Uh, okay, then I'm going to. This one's already used his ice thing. This one did use its ice. That thing. one's already used his ice the thing. The one up there had used it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. How far does forty feet towards my friends get me? Forty feet. <laughs> uh, all pretty much all the way up to the wolf that's between Graven and Sephira there. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get into melee range with that wolf. Okay. And, uh, uh, oh, can I, while I'm running past my horse, can I, like, hit its butt to try and get him to kind of go over here with this one? Uh, to make this one go to this one? Uh, Yeah, it's to sort of get that horse out of the way so if this wolf comes towards me, it won't go straight into my horse. Give me an animal handling, Jack. Hit a butt. Seven. Seven. As you kind of pat it, it doesn't even know what, it turns the wrong way as you're running by, and it looks back toward the wolf and thinks that maybe the wolf, like, hit it with something, and it kind of, it just kind of starts moving around. Yeah, it's just kind of moving up in, out of the way. Exactly what you wanted. A plus. Uh, Okay. All right. All right, Sephira in wolf form. Oh, Oh, wait, after Erland. Oh, I don't know why I looked at the wrong thing. The wolves, okay. 
All right, this wolf surrounded here by an enormous wolf and two creatures bearing down on it. And a spiritual weapon. going to, and yeah. a spiritual weapon, all those like, oh God. It's gonna back up. Uh, who wants a Ooh, of opportunity I'll take a swing. here? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a swing you too. Can take can a bite I, attack. Can I hold off to be the last one that swings? Um, oh, do we know it doesn't decide. Okay. I'll see it, again. It's I mean, not there's like an effect anything. Okay. Even or can I like wait to see if Safira hits or do I need to decide on the movement? Um Yeah, we'll say you can pick <laughs> the order of it. Right. Say so Safira takes the first sort of bite you. attack. Yeah. No, after you? <laughs> Wolf is gone by the time we decide. Yeah. Why did you just roll? What's because happening? Because right this is my to hit. 2d6 plus strength. That no, that's the that must be the damage. The to hit's always a d20. Oh. That was the dumbest way I have ever done that. <laughs> and I swear I have done this before. That's uh, a... Oh my goodness. Okay. It is my... Should just be your strength modifier yeah, plus proficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's just... The wolf strength. One to hit. It hits. Yeah. It definitely hits. The proficiency is three, and then whatever your wolf strength modifier oh, two. is. So, so it's plus five. I did the math so wrong. 24. 24 to hit. Okay. Um, now it's 2d6, so now, now I'm rolling with this thing. Do you have just 2d6 for a wolf bite? It's, yes. It's the bite, it's attacks at first. Okay. Oh! Um, oh! Nine. Oh! Plus strength. Oh, it was two sixes. Ah! Uh, it wasn't. 11. Oh. That's 13 total damage. 13 damage, great. As it uh, runs away, oh god, numbers. Uh, As it runs away, a nice (laughs) nip at its heels there. (laughs) As it moves up, who's next? Me! Ha! Uh, 23 to hit. Double hit, roll for damage. That is uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Nine bludgeoning damage, okay. Another good smack. All right, Graven. A natural twenty. Oh, that hits. no! Oh. oh my god! So I mean, it's just a d6, but dang. Um, this wolf made a mistake running away. Eight bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. And as this wolf, the wolf oh is getting god. just out of range, and it looks like it's turning around, and you can see a little bit of that sort of freezing energy, and then. Not gets today. hit by Graven's oh. mace and just Not drops. Today. So <laughs> it doesn't. Is this the charge? It's it's the Mace of Menace yes. uh, ability, but I haven't used a level one spell slot. It won't do anything, but you're welcome to give it the roll if you'd like. Uh, I can't get a level roll. two slot back <laughs> to <laughs> this one. Roll, roll, roll. roll. Well, you see, this will be the one time been. it succeeds. Yep. I know, I know. So Graven has a mace that allows him to recharge spell slots on a. On a good roll yeah, there. Right? Yeah, 10. I rolled an eight. Ooh, uh, Getting closer. So <laughs> as you swing the mace and it connects, it has that kind of like yeah. pulsing glow, <laughs> but it doesn't quite capture all of the energy, okay. nor does Graven need it. Um, okay, that was that one. So we all uh, used our reaction system. Yes, this yeah. one Ugh. here is gonna attack Praxis. Not again. Standard bite attack. That is gonna hit. Oh. Uh, for uh, seven me. piercing damage on Frax. Oh. Has he looking? So. He's okay. okay. I mean, he's a couple. He's got a little bit of kind of hypothermic webbing up his arm there where the frost hit him, ah. and then a little bit of scratches on his arm where the bite came in. So he gets hit by that. 
Um, in addition, that one is going to, after it takes its bite, start to run, sort oh. of seeing the tides turning here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like back up to get yeah. no. Oh, now he's running? He's gonna make a uh, attack of opportunity, practices. Uh, that will miss. That is a, oh, you bitch. That's a seven, six, I think. Um, so Who's that one, so fire. that was 30 feet of movement. It's going to take another 20 feet of movement, so that one just bolts as soon as it gets a successful bite attack off. Um, this one is going to try and close the distance here, which it can. Um, and that one's going to make a... Uh, actually, as it's running by here... No. 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 No, horse. no. Get away. No. Get away. Um, it's going to... Just eating berries in the bushes. See, uh, uh, let's give the direction die a go. Oh, oh don't freak out. What oh do we want? God. You want blue would be toward you instead. Uh, yellow and red are uh, two of the horses, <gasps> and green's nothing. Else. What? Uh, green. So, uh, green's nothing. nothing. Okay, oh. we're gonna roll again. Blue. Blue. So as it's running, oh. it looks to its left and its right, sees the horses, but sees that they're kind of cowering, moving away from it. And rather than go for that, it goes for the threat and charges towards Erlen. It's going to make an attack on Erlen. I already used my reaction. Uh, uh, two, what, uh, two, and then uh, yeah. 18. That hits. That will hit. Oh, piercing damage here. coming your way. Thank you, piercing damage. Uh, seven piercing oh. damage. Ow. As it as Erlin had just kind of landed that blow against the one that was running away, he feels God, the nipping at the back of his ankle. Um, and then after biting you, it's gonna use its last five feet of movement to even move away a little bit. <laughs> so it kind of and then backs up. Uh, the last remaining wolf is the one here that kind of hid over in the bushes. And as it's kind of backing up as far as it can, you hear it kind of. Fuck you hear a loud kind of howl ring out. I don't think that's um, Okay, you're not sure what that does, but you hear some howling, uh, which brings us to Orba. Howling reinforcements. Um, is the wolf near Erlen hurt? Uh, this one? Yeah. No. What about the one that was howling? That one is hurt, yes. How far away is that guy? 65 feet away. Oh. Uh, do I, would I have vision of it if I move forward five feet? It's behind some stuff. I'll let you try to get a good look at it. Okay, because one creature you can see within range. Yeah, I'm gonna try to give it, make it, make a saving throw. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Go. If you're willing to move further up, you have better sight lines. Yeah, I'll, I'll move up to a good sight line. Okay. Here's thirty. <laughs> Ooh, maybe not right next okay. to that little wolfy boy. Twenty-five. Twenty. What would you like? Uh, oh, that's right. It's your turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go up. 25. Sorry. 25. Okay. Give me a perception check. Low difficulty here with how far you moved up. Oh my god, what's my perception on Reaper? Six. Six. On, as it sort of, you watch its snout kind of howl, and as you're moving forward, it's like pulls itself back down, back into the cave. You're not able to see it from there. Fine. Uh... Orba's gonna grump and turn toward the one that she can see. Okay. And, uh, you can also, eh, no, you can't see that one. Okay, mm-hmm. so just the one here. And she's gonna totally dead. Okay. Then thing is donker. Yeah. No, uh, nine. All right, 2d8 necrotic. Seven necrotic damage. All right, a little bit of that. Something. Malignant necrotic energy seeping in. Uh, sorry, how much was it? Seven. Seven, okay. All right, anything else? I see you. Gah! 
Okay. Um, I did different things. All right, Praxis's turn. As Praxis watches that one kind of run away from him, he turns back toward the party here. He's kind of sees all of you and the conflict sort of down there taking place, the, the chaos happening below. He sort of turns. The howl! The alpha's coming! Do we run or fight? Run! Anybody else want to weigh in? Orba turns to her team. <sighs> it will track us if we don't fight it. I say we fight. Fight, fight. Fight. Fine. Gets himself ready and he's going to start moving us, right? toward you uh, guys. Probably, I just don't want to be around all its friends. <laughs> <laughs> 30 feet. <clears throat> you are the alpha. And uh, as yeah, he's running 30 hey. feet, he holds his blade with one hand and takes out like a like a throwing knife from his belt. And he's going to ready an action to throw that if, if uh, the alpha wolf appears. Um, so he has an action readied. Uh, that takes us to Graven. All right. Um, is that floating thing uh, 20 feet from Mr. Seven there? Is what? Oh, your weapon? Yeah, within, tw- yeah. Yep, to like Sweet. 15 feet to get to I will, it. for my bonus action, I'll move that over there Great. and take a swig at his wing, which is another spell attack. Uh, oh. 12 to hit. 12 misses. Oh, ah. That's great. <laughs> yep, that's it for that. Um, <laughs> so that was a bonus action that to was use my the bonus attack? Action. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon and repeat the attack against a creature with a bone feet. Great. Um, uh, to toll the dead again. Ding dong! Okay. <clears throat> so it is hurt with wisdom save. Natural one. Natural one! Nice, right, nice, 2d12. Nice. 11. 11. <laughs> 11 necrotic. Okay. All right. Once again, that sort of seeping necrotic energy. It's trying to get away, but it feels that sort of digging into its fur and its skin. Yeah. You can see like patches of fur falling off as it's, it's the necrotic energy is getting in there. Get my, so can we zoom out a little bit? Yep. So the closest ones are so that there's, one, the hiding one. There's the hiding one, the one close to you, the one that ran away from Praxis, yeah. and then presumably the alphabet you have no bearing. I'll, um... Uh, you guys got this under control, right? I'll, I'll kind of go over towards Praxis. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. 30 feet to get there? Yeah. All the way up to him? Yeah. Okay. Finish that one off. Great. As you're sort of running up to Praxis, <laughs> you, he had just sort of asked him at the alpha, any hesitation? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Alright, after Graven, it's Safira. Safira. Okay, uh, I have figured out how to use my ability now. And I'm Excellent. going to. <laughs> I'm going to go to the one that's by the uh, mace, the phantom mace, yep. and I'm going to make a bite attack on that one. Say the horse Star Wars episode one, phantom mace. I just, out of curiosity, how does it work with speak with animals? If you're an animal, uh, yeah. you can animal. you can talk to it. The spell no spells that require that last or require concentration last into animal form. Okay, great. So you can. Uh, it, I'm not going to say anything now, but okay. that's a dirty twenty to hit. That'll nice. hit. Damage. Okay. One minute is ten rounds. Okay, that is that is eight. Eight damage. <laughs> As the bite tears in, the blood eight. flows onto the rock there, and it. Collapses down hey. onto the ground. Okay, and Do you still get. I still. So when I reduce a creature to zero hit points, I can 
uh, take a bonus action to move up half, half my speed and make a bite attack. So that gives yes. me 15 feet. Um, you can't get to a creature, but you can use that 15 if you want. This one's far Okay. Uh, that will put me outside of within 60 feet of where I fired the arrow, so I would actually rather oh, yeah, go... Should have marked it. Um, yeah, so I was, sure I was right there. Within, I have to stay within yeah, 60 Yeah, from where you fired. Okay. It's right, right here where, yeah, Graven is right now. Right where Graven is right now. So, and is, do I have a sense of, like, where the alpha is coming from? Is he coming more towards, like... I don't know if we know that. Sorry, one second. I believe there's a key. <laughs> Can you put Sephira there? Like, ghost Sephira? Yeah, I guess. Um... Or just put that a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> I am. Okay, we'll put a ghostly bear. figure there. Oh as if that's sort of super superior fire. That's oh, so Look at where I can respawn. Yes. That's oh. Look. <laughs> okay. Sphere's so, ethereal form hovering there. You don't see. I don't see any, and I don't see anything coming up ahead. Not that you can tell. Um, give me a perception check, but so far, from what you can move around. Uh, smell them. Definitely do. I perceive nothing. That's a four. Yep. Can't tell. Okay. Um, then in that case, I'm actually going to take my 15 feet of movement, I think, towards, uh, towards that last wolf. Yeah, that last wolf. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. We've reached the end of the round. I need everybody to give me perception checks. <sighs> Shit. Whoa. I would really hope that my perception would be better in the mountains, but it is not. Fifteen. Seven. Eight. Three. Oh, jeez, guys. Right. Orba, who's sort of up on the rock there and has a decent vantage point, is the only one to see sort of a, a creeping shadow coming huh? from underneath where a... Uh, from oh, good. I actually am closer to it. I was worried that I went the wrong way. Where a larger <laughs> wolf here. It's making its Not way bigger up. than I'm me! I'm gonna roll for initiative here. We're gonna add it in uh, 18. Was that above the uh, it's, Yes. So it goes but below Erland. 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 Alpha. Alpha. That's 23. Um, that okay, so you can hear it kind of creeping up <laughs> the side. Um, let's change the. Let's change the Fira's. Based on her. Yeah, she's red there, so she's not. Uh, Enemy wolf. So you're so good. Um, <laughs> HP is a wolf. Uh, my HP is 30. No, not you. Okay, so he has been slotted in, uh, which right. brings us back to Erland. Very you have well. not, you do not, you didn't hear that, so you don't know where it is, you don't know where it's coming from. Okay. Um, how far away from that last cowering wolf am I? You are, people say, 45 oh, feet to, to get within range. Um, yeah, 45 feet, yep. How much damage is he taking? Uh, no, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's why he ran. 20, I think it's oh. Okay. I don't have to. Darts I can just pull out and throw, right? Yes, they're just in a little pouch. Okay, great. Them. So I'm going to move 40 feet towards him. Okay. And. Ha! And as you sort of get within sight of him, chuck out one of the darts. Um, 12 to hit? That misses. Ah. So as it's cowering in its little hole there, one of the darts. One more dart's coming at him. Make another attack roll. Ah, damn it! Uh, Eight to hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> dart attacks just are bad. He's just so bad. Huh. darts. Yeah, um, what's his? Yeah. What is his? How's the regeneration in his mouth look? Um, it's now been two rounds. You can see some of that frost forming at his teeth there. Good, good. That's good. 
I used all my movement there, huh? Yes, you did. You did. You did that thing again? Are you about huh. to go down to a bomb again? <laughs> I should do something about this. Uh, but I don't want to use a key point yet. Um, I'm going to hold fast there, Matt. That's what I'm doing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, but that's All right, where we ended up. The Alpha Wolf is next. So, as it turns the corner, you guys can see, you hear sort of heavier paw prints. Can I try to draw its attention to steps. me? Um, sure, yeah, once we get up, once it gets up and around there. As you start to hear it, it comes up that bend, oh, and you see these giant kind of fangs peeking out over the bottom lip there. <laughs> as it's moving towards you. Uh, yeah, I'm matching that energy. Uh-oh. I'm I'm coming right back at it with the same. 50, so that's its movement there. <laughs> and then it's gonna dash here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, the wolves collide! Come on! And it can also like only one of us will survive. The aggressive, um, Uh, it's actually yeah. The aggressive ability is it's going to move all the way up here. There. Uh, So as it's turning the corner, gnashing, baring its teeth, Safira turns, and the two of them, and you hear that sort of noise coming from both ends. Um, And I don't, I don't think you can even attack this. Let me double check. I actually might not have left 60 feet away. No, it can only only move up to its feet. So it can't make an attack, but it moved all the way up. Yeah, I might actually be fine. Am I within 60 feet of my guy? Of your thing? Familiar? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. You are. Uh, okay, and then the last creature is this one wolf, sort of emboldened by the sight of its alpha wolf approaching. Buddy, don't um, be It's gonna peek out ever so slightly That's and not just. A good idea. <laughs> uh, you need to make a Does that help me? Uh, it doesn't help you. It helps me. Oh, fuck Sorry. Myself, Natural twenty. There we go. There you go. Is that your third one today? Yeah, for things that don't matter. Are you what do you mean for things that don't matter? matter? All right, take a 19, it'd be the same. Oh my uh, God. I'm still going to save, I'm still going to take damage. Uh, you don't know nine that. Nine have four damage. Well, you're still taking four damage. Yeah, I'm gonna instead of nine. I'm attacking. <laughs> yeah, no, but if I roll a 19, it would be All right, all right. Dumb. I'm only at 11 HP right now, guys. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, there is no curse. Oh, what the hell have you been doing? <laughs> Just fucking ah! fighting a bunch of wolves by myself when okay, you guys are the playing team up there? Up. Orba, you are up. You so, Orba, are. as you turn to look at the wolf, you can also hear Praxis's like, <laughs> like stomping footsteps yeah, as he's running in that direction. <laughs> Love um, it. All right, you're up. Praxis all right. Like, you guys are idiots. Orba's like, <laughs> Uh, seeing the, cool the wolves sound. collide, yeah, as excited that. as she is to see this uh, take place, she's gonna <laughs> hunker down and she's gonna cast. Oh, oh uh, she's gonna cast Doom Call. So, oh. Ooh, oh. she's gonna make him do a Wisdom saving throw. Oh. Have it with advantage. Okay. Oh, so as the Doom Call goes out, there's these like infernal words that echo throughout the air and as everyone hears them they like are boring into your skull a little bit and because it's not directed at you you don't feel any of the sort of damage or energy but just these words have power to them as they ring out in the open area um, go ahead and read the spell for us I don't know if okay. we, we might have used, used it to, once before yeah when we were bonking skulls yeah. um, uh, you no, point at one creature you can see within range 60 yeah uh, and call them to death's door 
The target makes a wisdom saving throw, taking 86 necrotic damage on a failed save oh, for half as much oh, as a successful. Oh, the target oh, always oh, makes its uh, saving throw with advantage when it's frightened. If the target is missing any of its hit points. If it, unless it's frightened. Unless it's frightened, sorry. And it's not missing any hit points. It is not missing any hit points. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it takes no damage if it succeeds. Great. So basically the spell does a ton of damage, but it has a couple, the creatures have a couple of advantage. If they're hurt, they take no damage on a success, and if they can see you, is that what it is? Or if they're not frightened, if they're they not make the frightened. save with advantage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it has the potential to do quite a lot. So of wisdom damage. save? Wisdom, wisdom save. save. They're dummies. They are dummies. Okay. Don't talk about Well, fails. Oh. <laughs> Sit down, boy. Oh my goodness. So eight D6. Okay. You're ready to take eight Hold damage. Hold on, so five. <laughs> I do say this one one. <laughs> Twenty-four. Oh my goody god! That is a lot. Twenty-four necrotic. Twenty-four. So right as it gets up to Saphir and it's kind of one of its claws coming in and its mouth is drooling from the sort of anticipation, it feels that word bore in. And so immediately, oh, like like you saw with buddy. some of the other necrotic energy, like hair is falling oh, off. Shit. Some of the fur is like falling off oh, its skin, oh, and one of the paws wow. is exposed a little bit. Some of the nails there, as it's like the energy is just siphoned from it. Uh, Twenty-four necrotic damage. Yeah. Type it out. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four damage. Ooh. Okay. And then Orba is going to take a couple steps back. Okay. <laughs> How far would you like to go? Uh, like fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. That's me. Uh, Praxis, he's a charging. Um, as he's charging by Orba, he kind of gives her a look like. <laughs> a <little> wink. <laughs> like he's seen magic it's before, like, but that whoa. was something new. Uh, let's go ahead and go 60. Can he make it all the way? I think he can. Just oh, there we go. That was his. That was move and dash, so he can't. He's in. But he's all the he's way up like, there. What the fuck is this other one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also oh, no. gives a raised eyebrow in that direction. Um, that's uh, Praxis's turn here. Uh, uh, that's not a... Um, he saw it happen. He saw, oh, he yeah, um, uh, he's got one more of these, and he's gonna look to the wolf beside him. <laughs> you have the next attack roll has disadvantage against you. As oh, long great. As it's not a spell attack. Nice. So he gives his last sort of Thanks. inspiring shout there. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, and Graven, you're up. Is that uh, ethereal mace 20 feet from the guy? Uh, yeah, 20? Yeah, yeah, 20. yeah, 20. Shall we surround him? <laughs> Bonus action. Uh, I'm going to try to hit it. Okay, go for it. Um, <sighs> 17. <laughs> that will hit. Roll for now. Okay, and that's, I think, it's what a good I'm not looking so hard. Yeah, one here. Uh, uh, so she had six, six great damage. <laughs> and then uh, six on the one. Is there so that is thirty now? Um, is there still a wolf above me? There's one. Uh, so the one like ran away from Braxis, yeah, and you yeah. have not seen it reappear. It okay. like ran all the way out there. <laughs> uh, well, it may have. Run and back. then there's one more near Erwin. Yeah, I'll run. Back towards okay. them. I got. 30. You want the full run there? What does thirty look like? That's yeah, thirty. Yeah, I'll go there. Okay. And then I'll uh, another dong dinger. Oh. Ding dong. All, <laughs> all dongs are dings, but not all dings. Uh, dongs. Uh, Eleven failed. Okay. Twelve. Nice. Well, this is. Oh. 
Mm. A 12, but it's not gonna matter. I no, it would still fail. 19 necrotic Again, that bell goes out and like the teeth are like rattling in its oh, mouth. Like it's just God. falling apart at the seams with all the necrotic energy coursing oh, through it. How much was it? 19? 19. 49. Holy shit. Oh, this guy is beefy. He's a beefy boy. I think that's all I can do other than maybe make some noise. Okay. Um, Safira, you're up. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to. Take a second to use Ancient Wisdom as okay. a bonus action, which uh, lets us know the weakest saving throw modifier between Strength, Dex, Con, Wisdom, and Charisma. Okay. Uh, wisdom is its lowest of those. Okay, good to know. You guys all know that information. <laughs> you guys been doing great. So it telepathically uh, sends yeah. out that information. You see Praxis with his sword kind of... <laughs> <laughs> That. Doesn't have anything to do with that, but uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a bite attack okay. on this guy. Oh no, uh, that's a ten. That will not hit. I'm gonna try it again. Okay. That's a natural one. And that will not hit either. <laughs> a couple empty bites Sorry. come up as the creature is again. It's it's like Still tending to no. its wounds a little bit, Still but in that no. moment it kind of just ducks out of the way. All right. Um, well, I'm just gonna stand there and. Okay, Erland, you're up. Oh, look menacing. <sighs> oh, that's tempting. <laughs> you and your buddy. That's tempting. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And his fucking little. <laughs> oh. Oh, poor buddy. Paul, how far away from him am I? From the little one. From the, that little one. Ten. Ten. And how far away from big one am I? Uh, to get up to him, fifteen feet. Yeah. Great. I'm gonna go up to the little one and oh ha! Okay. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. There. Um, twenty-three to hit. Roll hit. Roll for damage. This is the worst roll ever. Oh god. Uh, Ten bludgeoning <laughs> damage. Ten <laughs> and this is my hope. I believe I still have enough movement left to get back to the alpha now. Uh, so that took ten feet of movement. Yeah, I still have thirty left. So you. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. then, taking one, running back to the alpha and oh. whipping it around. Please just do like a backflip off of that top rock. <laughs> I will be bummed if I don't get the killing blow. Um, <laughs> Twenty-one <laughs> to hit. I know. Hits. Roll for damage. Uh, ah, stop doing that, John. Oh, five bludgeoning like, damage. Five bludgeoning damage. Okay. And <laughs> how's he looking? Um, I mean, again, with all the necrotic energy that's coursing through him, he looks pretty rough. He might even look worse than he actually is, given the sort of energy that's coursing through him. Definitely hurt, but not... Uh... And he's coming up right after me, right? Uh, he is next, yep. Uh, huh? right. waste. Uh, I'll just use uh, another key point for Flurry of the Okay. Oh, Arlen wants it. Um, I think I have a dumb stuff to strike. Um, 24... <laughs> Sorry. Twenty-three to hit. It's over twenty. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, seven. Seven bludgeoning. <laughs> seven bludgeoning okay. damage. Oh, Another God. good punch there. And let's. Um, Options this man has. Let's have him do a. That's <laughs> gonna fuck everyone up. Let's have him do a strength save. <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? You no, dex save, dex save, dex save, dex save, oh dex save, dexterity save. Oh my god. Uh, 19. He passes. Okay. Um, and then my second attack here. 
was he trying to do? Uh, prone is the deck. 24 to hit. Roll hit, roll for damage. Um, five bludgeoning damage uh, and strength save. Okay. What are you doing? Now I'm trying to knock him over, or push him off. Uh, 11. He fails, so he gets pushed 15 feet. Oh my god. Good, with a kick, like a Spartan kick. I would like Erlen to show us how it's done. Oh, so after wait, 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 you gotta wait. Yeah, wait for our, uh... Oh, after... Uh, we that Unchaku around, hitting him, leans back fully, gets one foot up, and places the heel of his foot on the wolf's face and just kicks oh. it back. And the wolf sort of flips backwards. Oh, and in like a dust of fur, is it all kind of, the force oh. of the kick, there's like a puff of wolf fur that kind of goes out around you. And it falls down, and the wolf kind of tumbles over the side, and you just hear one last down below. And finally, come, things come to a kind of settled stop. And Praxis looks around. Nice kick. Good swinging of the weapon. Can I elect to stay in animus form for a little while as we sort of walk through here? You can. Okay. Like 20 more seconds. Yeah, it doesn't last <laughs> It doesn't longer. last that much longer. After he says that to Erlen, he kind of looks towards the wolf. <gasps> I'll kind of put my head down. <gasps> And he looks around, he like smiled for a moment and then sees everyone kind of staring <laughs> at him. Watching him. Neat. <laughs> and he starts to kind of act. It's true. I'm gonna kind of walk with my head a little higher. <laughs> and can I actually say to the horses since now, I'm gonna, danger's gone, you're right, you can follow us. <laughs> a wolf speaking horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't work on them. They're scared. Yeah. <laughs> they don't run away, but they see a wolf kind of talking at them. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it doesn't scare them, but they're not like they're not about to follow a giant. Okay, wolf, fair, so. enough. fair enough. Um, Go over to the horses. Yeah, Safira, I'll handle your horse for a moment since you're all fuzzy. But yeah, I'll kind of wa- I want to kind of walk up and like post up just so that if any other wolves might be seeing Ooh, me and thinking about anything, I'm gonna kind of. At the edge of the kind of cliff there? Yeah, like puff up my chest and like look check. around. Oh, shit. <sighs> That's an eight. Eight, okay. You don't see anyone kind of off of the edge there, but okay. sort of stand triumphantly kind of I on kinda, the edge yeah, there. Yeah, I'll give like a little before I know I'm gonna go back to, oh. Right. It echoes out through this little pass here. As you're doing that, Praxis has gone over to one of the wolves. He's kind of bending down, like one knee down, looking at the one of the wolves that was slain. I'll join him if I see him doing that. More that marks the unusual. Winter wolves usually track their prey a long time before the alpha shows up, sometimes even hours before they close in. They look for moments of weakness or opportunity when it looks like their quarry is tired or has nowhere to run. These ones had not been following us, and we showed no weakness, yet they still attacked, almost as if they were guarding this area, rather than hunting us. I don't know what that means. Could it have more to do with where they came from than where they are? Perhaps the 
there's a threat there, and they are out of their usual territory. Yes. Pushed out, you mean? Right. Yes, possibly. And a little more desperate in these newer areas. I have been through Osrin's many times, and I have seen many winter wolves. And he kind of motions around. But never here. What would they be protecting if it were that theory? Perhaps that they'd found a new home, less ideal than their real home, and they felt threatened when we wandered in. I don't know what would have pushed them out of their usual habitat. Would a cold light walker do something like that? Push them out, I mean? The undead don't usually have that effect on beasts, but possibly. Likely another beast would be the first thing on your mind? Uh, perhaps. What other larger bestial creatures are in these mountains? Snowy owl bears. Sometimes other larger monstrosities, but they are few and far between. Understood. Significant. Outside of the clan-controlled areas, the Rockers are a dangerous place. I definitely would not assume that they were here for us specifically, merely protecting themselves. Viewed us as a threat. How do they possess the magic? we saw the ice winter wolves have a long history of such wouldn't call it magic they have glands in their throat that expel ice frost it's not actually ice and frost it's a ability to rapidly freeze the air around them creating it so it looks like they're spewing ice but they're actually creating it in the air you cannot harvest these glands and, and use them you have no way to expel the ice, the cold temperature, not useful. The pelts are worth something if you want to carry them. I'll leave that up to you. Too much time. Yes. You should keep moving. Uh, I'm assuming I... At this I, point. Yeah. Um, can I go up to one of the wolves that's nearby? Yeah, there's a number of slithers. How long would it take me to skin it? Um, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Okay, I'm gonna kind of, give me 10 minutes. And I'm going to take my little knife and start skinning it. Give me a survival check. It's going to be with the extra... And I want to keep part of the head and snout so that I can, like, wear it and have it. Yeah. Yep. Give me a survival check. Can, if Orba's seeing her do that, can she take this opportunity to learn something and get another wolf and and try to do it alongside her with her own dagger? Uh, sure. Ten. Ten. It, Plus seven right now, guys. The condition that it's in makes it difficult to get that head intact in the way that you'd like. Okay. You could take the time to try and do it on a different one, but take another 10, 15 okay. minutes. Um, but you're able to get a pelt, just not the sort of full sort of one that you wanted. And okay. were you attempting as well yeah. while you're watching? Give me a survival check. Uh, you gotta give me a disadvantage. Okay. Something you've never done before. Watch her do better than... Yeah, and she might, honestly. Oh. One was a 17, and then one was a three. Orba finishes cutting, <laughs> and she holds it up, and it has all these, like, cuts in it, and it's sort of shaggy, and, like, pieces are falling off. I mean, you have a damaged pelt, if you'd like to hang on to it. Uh, it's pretty soft. 
Yeah, the, the mold. You don't have bloody. You haven't dried it yet. Um, <laughs> she pulls it off. There's blood all over. Her. Uh, can we try one more? I'm just thinking if there are more of these, it'll be just. And I'm gonna sit down and try again to get a better one. Axis waits. He's waiting on you. Right? Sorry. Another, another kind of That's cocked. Still has the extra. Okay. Okay. 22. 22. This time, you you walk away from this immediate area where some of that necrotic energy seeped in and was making it <laughs> difficult to harvest them. You go to that one in the cave that Erland actually struck and you kind of pull it out, carefully skin the beast, and you have a nice one that has sort of a full cowl. I'll fold the pelts and put them over my... So you have one horse. pelt. You have one pelt and then one a, with the head. Yep. These are both mediums here. They're pretty heavy. They're full, sort of large wolf pets. So we're gonna call it a pelt and a pristine pelt for the one that has the head on it. Nice. And Orba has a damaged pelt if she's hanging. Yeah. I'm gonna. (laughs) These are uh, all medium slots. To uh, Erland, who's by me, or I guess it's Graven. People were waiting around. Well, you were. Uh, Anyone want some extra wool? (laughs) No. I have. I have room for one. You want it? I'll take the I'll take the the good pelt, not the pristine pelt. Oh, What's right. it called? A complete pelt? Or just it's just pelt. a pelt. Just pelt. Damaged is worse. Pristine is better. But just pelt. And then you said it's a medium. Winter pelt. wolf pelt. Yeah. That's That's it. We should get moving. Okay. Let's go. He nods. Starts back up. Everyone back atop their horses. There's a long back and forth atop horses that have gotten rather anxious at this point, but as you get closer to the top and they can see it start to flatten out, a little bit of energy sort of starts to pull itself together. You reach the crest of the incline. It widens out again to a more manageable section of terrain. For the first time, shows signs of the frost sticking to the rocks, the grasses, and the trees. Instinctively, you kind of pull your coats a little tighter. You seat your hands a little closer to the body as you grip your reins. Just the first taste of the bitter cold that awaits you on the mountaintops. Sounds so bad. <laughs> the sunlight, however, is hitting you very directly here. Very little in the way of shade to cling to. So as you push on, there's that feeling of kind of a sweaty warmth in your chest where the coat is. But then your extremities are very cold. Your fingertips and your feet sort of feeling that energy. But it's just... A couple of hours go by. Well past midday at this point, as you guys continue to ride. With the sun out, can Arba have her bamboo plant? Sure. Oh. <laughs> it's so cold. Holding it very closely. Be careful, some plants don't like frost. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> as the horse moves along, you feel the breeze kind of moving past, cradling the plant as best you can. And after a little while, Praxis stops and he turns. Bahira should be up ahead. Look. Points and up, kind of in the distance, there's like a little sort of smoke rising as if a fire or a camp of some kind that's sort of maybe over the next little hill here. We are close to my scout. Come. You guys have a moment here as you're riding if there's anything else you want to say before you arrive. Thought he said no fires earlier. Somebody's got a fire up there. Hopefully it's a scout, and it's not someone scouting a scout, you know? Mm. Anyway, I think we should be ready. We know that there are people who are walking this path who are probably going to try to kill us, so... Eyes up. 
Hi, sir. Press on. Across the cold, hard stone hooves echoing out. A little more time passes, and a figure starts to come into view. There's someone hit it, sitting kind of up on a little incline that flattens out near a sort of very frosted tree that perched kind of just managed to persistently grow up through the rock between two large stones. Seated beside the tree are two figures. A Goliath woman with very long black hair. She's seated kind of at the edge of the rock and it goes down to where she's seated and then off the rock as well. So it goes all the way like past her feet. And on the other side of the tree is a large bear with white fur that's sort of sitting and its ear kind of twitches a little bit and it... Has it been 10 minutes? I still can maybe see. Yeah, well, it's been hours. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> sort of scrapes at its ear That's there. Right. It, it took me 20 minutes just to get those pelts. <laughs> and she's seated up a little bit, and immediately you see as uh, Praxis sort of clocks her, and also, like, just to her left, not toward the bear side, there's a little, a very small fire, a little plume of smoke coming up, and she's using kind of a cloak or a cowl to like fan it so that little smoke clouds kind of go up and then as soon as she sees you approaching covers it so that the smoke kind of goes out so she was just kind of signaling there with a little bit of smoke and then she immediately puts it out she doesn't like others let me get my information okay this, what? This was the one that would know about Urash. Is there something you wish me to ask? Just if she knows anything about his totem. He starts to walk ahead quickly, so he kind of separates from you. So you have a moment here as he's kind of walking. She's probably 100 feet in the distance, still 100 and even a little further. So he's kind of almost jogging ahead a little bit with his bag on his back to go up to her. And you guys are back on your horses. This is the same person that's going to be taking our horses, correct? Yes, presumably. Oh. Yep. So <laughs> Our horses survive. For they, now. For now. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> the, she's going to be taking our horses and leaving them at the point where we can exit... Which direction are we going? Uh, towards Finlock Forest, yes? Well, east. East. And, uh, I mean, the next lodestone is to the east along the, along the coast, right? Yes, but that's slightly south. I mean, anything is east, I suppose, you know? Like, anything we wish to go to is east. Depending on how quickly this goes, uh, Pockets wasn't going to be ready for me for two weeks, so... Didn't you need to go to Vern? Uh, no, the Kukati Coast. Oh, okay. Uh, Cove. Cove. Sorry, Kukati Cove. That's oh. south of the, the mast and the mainsail, correct? No. The Kukati Cove is on the northern coast of Antisuya. That's where you're picking up? It's on the way to Finlock Forest. Oh, okay. Yes. It's okay. like between, it's on the north coast, but between the Rapras and Finlock Forest. Got it. Okay. So, so it's on the way. To Finlock Forest, yeah. but... But pockets won't be available, so... His, his, the way he's going to ferry us across, but that, again, that's not for two weeks. Or, or so. 
but I, mean, I think it's already been what, yeah, four it's days. Yeah, four days. So, all right. And he's ferrying us. How long it takes to get there? From where to where again? Remind me. Just across the channel. Oh, okay. So, I guess it makes most sense to. Oh my goodness, where are we going? East, I think. East. Right. We can't divert anywhere else. East, even if we have to wait a little bit. East. Okay. So, the best eastern exit of the Rapper Mountains, closest to, to what? Kukati Cove. Kukati Cove. Okay. Okay. Is there... I mean, we can't really see the full length of the Rappers here, but is there a... <laughs> a settlement or something on the eastern edge? There could be. You don't know what we don't know. specifically. Yeah. There's a number of small settlements, so um, you're not aware of that. We don't wish to exit east at one of the southernmost regions and get the lodestone? Or... Uh, that was what I was saying. So. Oh, the lodestone's to the south. It's it's right here. East, but not north. Southeast. My yes. no, sense of direction is really quite awful. <laughs> so That's you could do that. That that is kind of the opposite of Kukati Cove is the thing. Yeah. So they're both to the east, but one's to the north and one's to the south. Yeah. So, so lodestone. So they're, they're the other ones off the map. So we have to pick a team. Finlock Forest. What's more Like what's well, the most urgent thing that we've got on? Again, it depends on the timing, but I think I would. This prefer- takes us. Another five days before we're even. What leaving. are you doing at the cove? Getting hopefully uh, Grimari's page. Well, let's try to maybe go there first. Because maybe I'll it's on the east. We'll go to know. there, then we'll go up to Finlock Forest, and then maybe we can get the lodestone on the way back. Having the a way to communicate with someone yeah. as powerful as Grimari is not fine. a bad idea. That's fine. I just idea. want to have us forget and then kick ourselves. Yes, I think that's the route: Kukati Cove, um, northeast, Finlock Forest, and then back down the southern, back down south. The mast is where the Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then through Vern and past the mast. Okay, that's fine. That sounds good, yeah. And at this point, it looks like he went and spoke to her, and he's on his way down, and she's kind of getting up, gathering some of her things, and you watch as Praxis returns to you. Okay. Bad weather and snow buildup on the Harp Trail. No good. <sighs> and Diadem Lake is not frozen enough to cross it. Not an option. That leaves us two options. The Tapered Tunnels or Heckler's Hills. And to that I ask you, which do you favor? Fighting or fitness? The Tapers are tunnels made by frostworms long ago, but they're not fully underground. They weave in and out of the mountainside. So... Half of the time you're in tunnels, and half of the times you're out on the mountainside walking along the edge. Creatures do sometimes make a home in the tunnels. The other option is hecklers, which is an up and down journey. A lot of climbing. Less protection from the elements, but less animals. So, which do you prefer? That's <sighs> Fitness, probably. Avoid fights as much as possible. If I'm choosing between dealing with animals and the elements, I take animals, usually. Easier to read? Uh, Easier to predict. Uh... I am used to taking things head on (coughs) as well. I don't know. All right. But I would understand if... How's your... How's your fitness? 
I'm pretty strong. I wouldn't say I'm terribly light on my feet. Do our numbers count against us in terms of the climbing and the... Only if one person falls in, you have to go back for them. Right. right. I think... Head on with the animals. Yeah, that's what I say. That's my vote. Would head on with the animals imply whatever relocated these wolves would be there? I don't know where the wolves came from. Okay. The other advantage to the tunnels is if you need to take a rest, it is easier to do so in the tunnels. Uh, That's the animal route? Yes. More protection from the weather. If it's partially in tunnels, then we'll get a chance to rest. If we're out climbing a mountain, there's strong possibility that we have to climb through the night. Tapered tunnels it is, then. (coughs) When you get to the top of the tapered tunnels, there is a long slope down that leads to the skywall. That is where we will try to locate the cold light walker looks back up toward the Goliath woman and he seems to almost make kind of a hand signal that's sort of predetermined. He makes kind of a weaving hand signal like the tapered tunnel signal. She nods. (laughs) There's not any kind of special other message. (laughs) She reaches back. She pulls out a large bag, like a big sack and holds it kind of over the edge of the little lip there. He walks over. She drops it down. (laughs) Holds it in his arms. And he walks back over to you. As I said, at the top of the tapered tunnels, long slope to the sky bowl. Reaches into the bag. Oh. And he pulls out a narrow kind of wooden board. Very thin, very oh, flexible. Baby. <laughs> oh, here we go. And on the board are a couple spots where there's little like bolts and screws where one could affix a boot to the <gasps> wooden board. And he <laughs> sticks one into the ground. Oh, man. Pulls out another one. <laughs> pulls out another water. one. Sticks it into the ground. Yes! <laughs> and with the four sort of wooden boards sticking, will you be able to ride? We put those on our feet? Yes. Uh, you only have to make it a short distance, but it is the fastest way to travel. Sure. I will show you how on a small slope before we start. <gasps> okay. Uh... Seems straightforward, right? You put them on and... Slide. Yep. Something like that. Okay. This is the the only way to... No, uh-huh. but it is a long walk if you don't wish to take the boards. Right. You can do it, Sephiris. It looks so much fun. I'm kind of... Sephiris <laughs> looking at the boards They're like, pretty primitive. I kind of walk like up them. to them and... They feel pretty sturdy. They're like a little flexible, and but they're just pretty basic. There's nothing... If I were to hit, say, like a, a rock or a twig. I wouldn't recommend that. Twigs, fine. These Rocks. are straight. How do you stay? I'm kind of like <laughs> standing up near them. And as Sephiris sort of tinkering down their head, he looks over to Graven. You wish to speak with her about Buraj. Come. And she's sort of standing there with her arms crossed, oh sort of waiting for you to approach. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to go. As we have a course chosen to head toward the Cold Light Walker in the Sky Bowl, and with Graven, maybe a little bit of information to glean about she's the old Bravo. She's going to ask me questions. <laughs> she's going to be like, what do you know about my boy? <laughs> a One Direction conversation only. Yeah. That's my boy. What do you want with him? Oh. 
thank you guys so much for joining us as always. We had a lovely time tonight. We'll be back the same time next week. We hope you have a great Halloween. Halloween, everybody. Closing thoughts. Well done, everyone. Made it past the wolves, and you've made it well into the Romper Mountains at this point. Sort of entering the late afternoon. You bit. You bit quite a few. You used your turtle wisdom. Yeah, your I used tortoise my wisdom. wisdom. Praxis like, was very impressive. Super yeah. Praxis <laughs> pet you. Oh, that's true. Um. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Anything else? No, I just got some folks to shout out. Please do. Obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't remember where I left off, so I'm just going to I'm gonna double back just to make sure I get everybody. Jack Rabbit Power gave away 11 subs. Uh, Jeremiah did 100 bits. Oh. Ali Slayer did 100 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Snappy Cobra did 100 bits. Oh. Snappy Cobra did a bit. We were oh. rated. What's up? Hope you're still here. Snappy Cobra did two bits. Ali Slayer did 100 bits. Snappy Cobra did another bit. Ali Slayer did 100 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Hopeful Optimus did a bit. Hopeful oh Optimus goodness. gave out a community sub. Snappy Cobra did 100 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 Ooh. bits. Snappy Cobra did four, 45 bits. And Jellybug did one B. Thank you. Wow, so much. Um, stay tuned next time for the Borden Bros in the Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am going to wear Out for a rip, bro. It is going to be so fun. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Have a great Halloween. Oh. Love you shred all. the nuts. <laughs> Drink some wobbly pops and shred the nuts. Hope it's not swamping. Oh. <laughs> uh, it never, never should have been. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have an awesome week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift.